Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is Motor Racing Network Classics presented by MRN. From Charlotte Motor Speedway in Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the MRN Broadcasting Company with coverage of the World 600 NASCAR Winston Cup Grand National Stock Car Race. Co-hosts for today's broadcast are Jack Aroot and Barney Hall. Good afternoon, everyone, from Charlotte Motor Speedway. Well, it looks like Jackie Root. It doesn't look like really because Bruton Smith just announced it a moment ago. Over 130,000 race fans have jammed into the Charlotte Motor Speedway to see the World 600. Based upon that announcement, Barney Hall, this would indeed be the largest crowd ever to view a stock car race in the whole United States of America, bar none. And the facility here is packed solid. They've had people walking into the infield. No cars have been allowed since 8 a.m. this morning. It is by far and away the largest sporting crowd in North Carolina history, and I would say one of the largest in the country for 1979. Well, they should be treated. Pace car with a field in tow climbs high in the banking in front of Eli Gold. The pace car does not have the yellow lights ablaze, Barney Hall. It does remain on the racing surface now as it takes its way back. It makes the hard left turn, heads towards pit row, and we're seconds from a start. Ladies and gentlemen, here comes 40 of the nation's best Winston Cup drivers down to the line. They are about 300 yards from the start-finish line, going about 60 miles an hour. As the flagman, Chip Warren, standing by, here they come, up through the gearbox. Full throttle as they barrel off down into the number one corner, and the World 600 is underway at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Diving out front quickly, Neil Bonnet. Bonnet has the lead, while Darrell Waltrip has moved underneath Richard Petty, and Waltrip runs second at turn two. Petty is third, Cale Yarborough fourth, Donnie Allison works underneath Benny Parsons for the fifth spot, Bobby Allison in seventh, Buddy Baker eighth as they hit the back stretch. Running ninth is Ricky Rudd, running tenth is Bill Elliott as they work their way up to turn three. First time through, it's going to be everybody taking somewhat of a lower groove with the exception of Benny Parsons who runs high. It'll be Bonnet in front, Waltrip second, Richard Petty third. Bonnet will lead the first lap of the World 600. Here he comes across the start finish line, Bonnet in front, Waltrip second, Petty is third, Kale is fourth, they're back in one. A very smooth start with the field quickly going single file. Richard Petty takes to the high groove in turn one, he remains third behind. Neil Bonnet and Daryl Waltrip. Bobby Allison and Benny Parsons shuffle for the sixth spot out of turn two. Bobby Allison has the inside move on Benny Parsons. They are now side by side down the back straight away the battle for sixth place. Meanwhile, a tight five-car draft at the top of the pack. It's going to be Neil Bonnet now trying to make a look down low as Daryl Waltrip, they headed back for home. Single file, they come out of turn four and back to the stripe with Bonnet in front and coming up through the field, making his move now. The rookie driver from Canapolis, North Carolina, Earnhardt, has moved to 11th position. They're back in one. That five-car breakaway went double file behind Neil Bonnet. Richard Petty has the second spot. Waltrip is third and locked in a battle for fourth are Cale Yarbrough and Donnie Allison. Cale Yarbrough takes the inside move, though Donnie Allison steps on the button and goes the outside way. He has spot number four in front of Cale, who's running fifth as they work their way up the high bank. It's going to be Bobby Allison running sixth, Buddy Baker going seventh, Betty Parsons going eighth, Dale Earnhardt ninth, Ricky Ruddison. Coming down to complete the third lap of the World 600, Bonnet is the leader, Petty is second, Walker is third, Donnie Allison fourth, and Cale Yarbrough is fifth. 
And then as they move back in the field, it looks like Earnhardt continues to gain, gain ground, Mike Joy. Dale Earnhardt has moved up now into the ninth position. Darrell Waltrip stole a look underneath Richard Petty and out of turn two. Petty is going for the lead. It's going to be Richard Petty trying to make a challenge here. He looks to draw alongside Neil Bonnet. Does he have the horses here? He backs off behind Neil Bonnet. Bonnet taking a groove higher than is Richard Petty. Neil Bonnet now being drop kicked back as Richard Petty and Darrell Waltrip move by. Petty has gone downstairs and appropriated the lead, pinching down low. Darrell Waltrip tries to do a similar move around. The pure leader Mercury of Neil Bonnet to take second position. The fans still on their feet as Waltrip is on the bottom of the racetrack. He sneaks by Bonnet, who slips back in the groove to avoid being passed by Donnie Allison. Out of turn two, it's Petty, Waltrip, Bonnet, Donnie Allison, Cale Yarborough, fifth, and Bobby Allison, sixth. Now Bobby Allison has a challenge for that sixth spot by Buddy Baker as the Spectra car tries to move alongside. Front of the pack now, Richard Petty going high. It's going to be Darrell Waltrip and a challenge for the lead going low. Neil Bonnet trying to swing right through as well. It's going to be three wide out of the turn. Well, Darrell Waltrip has sorted out the butterflies, and he leads the World 600. Neil Bonnet battles back into second position. Petty drops back to third, and Allison is in fourth. There are now nine cars in the lead draft as Petty goes to the high side on Bonnet. Bonnet runs right down on the track apron trying to get second place back. No good. Waltrip and Petty begin to pull away. Bonnet slips back up into the groove in third spot. Neil Bonnet now being challenged for third place by Hueytown native as well, Donnie Allison. Donnie has a spot, and Neil Bonnet being dropped back. Here comes Cale Yarborough trying to put Neil Bonnet yet another position by. Richard Petty exiting turn four, going to the low side of Darrell Walton. Donnie Allison is third. There are nine cars in the lead draft. As they come across the stripe, it is a dead heat between Richard Petty and Darrell Walter for the lead. They continue to run door-to-door back in one. They take that battle up into the 24-degree back of turn one. It is Petty. First at the second turn. He's on the low side of the racetrack. Here comes Donnie Allison trying to draft Petty and swing past Darrell Walter from the backstretch. Donnie Allison takes the inside groove. He's side-by-side side now with Darrell Walter. That tight punch working their way up the 24-degree banks of number three corner. Richard Petty in front. Darrell Walter with a car length of advantage now. Here comes Donnie Allison. Allison taking the low side. He has second place secure. Walter is running first. This is what the fans came to see. We've seen it all season. It's early in the race. 600 miles to go, and they're racing like it's the last lap at Charlotte Motor Speedway with Richard Petty showing the way. Kyle Larson brings his Chevy in. Four tires to no racing fuel. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Money's back here for Ryan Blaney. Four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. Dick Brooks apparently has crashed in turn number one. We were looking down in the corner. The car looked like it got a little bit out of shape. Tagged the wall, then came down in the groove and went right back up into it. Let's go for an update to Mike Joy. Brooks tried to regain control of the wall, but he hit the Armco barrier. Quite a good shot midway between one and two. The car continued to slide, and with the speed and momentum that it had built up, went back up, tagged the wall again. The hood flew from the car, as did the front bumper. And luckily, the car slid right down to the apron very quickly as he had about eight cars breathing right down his neck. The NASCAR safety crews are on their way over to Dick Brooks' Bear Finder Oldsmobile back to the tower. Brooks, the only car involved in the trouble down in turn number one as the caution comes early in the World 600 here this afternoon. It came out on lap number 10. The leader is Richard Petty, and riding second now is Buddy Baker. Donnie Allison is third. They're getting ready to come barreling out of four. Let's go to Eli Gold. It's going to be a single-file restart here, Barney Hall. The pace car heads to pit road. It's Richard Petty 
in front of Buddy Baker, Earnhardt, and Johnny Allison. Here they come to the line. Richard Petty will lead him across in the STP Chevrolet. Baker is second, third is Allison, and fourth right now is Earnhardt. Fifth is Walker, sixth is Benny Parsons. Single file, they attack turn one. A lot of shuffling back at eighth spot where Cale Yarbrough leads Ricky Rudd and Dave Marcus, who's come up through the gears quickly and runs against Ricky Rudd for the ninth position. Out of two, it's Petty, Baker, and Donnie Allison. Dale Earnhardt closing the gap again between himself and Donnie Allison. Buddy Baker now making a challenge for the lead. He goes downstairs on Richard Petty. Petty taking that higher groove through turns three and four. It's Buddy Baker in front. Here comes Donnie Allison down low. He, too, is side-by-side side with Petty in a battle for second. Jackie Root, we didn't say much about Buddy Baker. He didn't like his qualifying run, but here he is. He leads the World 600 and takes him back into the number one corner with a four-car length advantage over Richard Petty. Battle for third as Dale Earnhardt goes around the outside of Donnie Allison and now slips to the low groove. Earnhardt, the rookie driver, challenges Richard Petty for second. Baker opens up a four-car length lead out of two. Dale Earnhardt has now picked up 14 positions on the start here this afternoon. He tries to take the downside on Richard Petty. They go up the bank of number three. Richard Petty steps on the button. Rear end kicks out just a bit. Earnhardt stays down low. Richard Petty on the high side. They're chasing down Buddy Baker who has the lead. While they do duel door-to-door, Buddy Baker has opened up the biggest lead of the day here at Charlotte Motor Speedway. He is now 20 car lengths ahead of that battle for second spot, and it's a good one in front of Mike Joy. Earnhardt and Petty have now run one complete lap side-by-side side with nobody giving it in. Out of turn two, Earnhardt comes up and has the second spot. Donnie Allison looks downstairs for third. Allison now tucks himself back inside behind Richard Petty. It's going to be Dale Earnhardt running second, Petty running third, Donnie Allison going fourth. It's going to be Waltrip running fifth, Yarborough sixth, Benny Parsons seventh, Dave Marcus eighth, Ricky Rudd ninth. Here they come across the line, and Buddy Baker continues to haul away from the field. Earnhardt is second, but Richard Petty doesn't like the standings of the field, so Petty goes after the number two position again and one. Petty goes upstairs, and Dale Earnhardt comes up to cover the spot. Donnie Allison takes advantage and moves underneath. He's alongside Petty for third spot. They're running out of turn two, and they are side by side. Donnie Allison staying right with it. Darrell Waltrip close in behind, trying to get the free ride. The battle for third place. Richard Petty takes the high side again. Donnie Allison glued down low. Petty going high on the racetrack up into the top of the most groove of turn number three and four. He comes out side by side with Waltrip in the battle for fourth. Petty had to take the long way around and it drops him back to fourth position. He may not be able to keep that. 34 and 6 tenths seconds the last circuit for Buddy Baker. He is flying, Barney Hall. They're back in the south end of the track. Buddy Baker with about a one second lead over Dale Earnhardt. Earnhardt in second. Three car lengths ahead of Donnie Allison. The fight is for fourth. It's Petty and Waltrip. Again, Richard Petty close to the outside retaining wall. Darrell Waltrip down low. Richard Petty puts the nose of the automobile in front, but now Darrell Waltrip comes right back. He returns the honor, and he appropriates spot number four down low on the racetrack. It's Richard Petty close behind at fifth. Well, whether it's a big surprise or not, Buddy Baker is continuing to stretch his separation on the second-place car, Earnhardt. They sweep back into the number one corner. Donnie Allison is third. Back in the field, Bobby Allison and Neil Bonnet in the Ford products made pit stops under caution. They've linked up in a draft and are working their way back up through the field, currently running in 15th and 16th positions. Leaders of the backstretch. Well, second place battle right here is Donnie Allison trying to look to the inside of Dale Earnhardt. He tries to draw a long side. He does now as Earnhardt goes up high. Donnie Allison has to take the low side and tucks himself back alongside Dale Earnhardt. Darrell Walsh is running fourth. Richard Cutting is running fifth. As they come to the line, Baker sits out there way ahead of the field. Walker trying to find some place to go. He's in fourth position. He may make it three abreast in one. 
It's a four-car jam session for second spot as Dale, uh, J Dale Earnhardt leads that group through turn two. Donnie Allison underneath. Walter by the high side and Petty covers the spot on the bottom of the racetrack. And still Buddy Baker off to the races. A comfortable lead. Dale Earnhardt is running second down the back straightaway. Donnie Allison tucked himself behind Dale Earnhardt running third. Battle now for fourth place. Richard Petty down low. He's door handle to door handle with Darrell Waltrip. Waltrip takes the outside groove. Petty down low. It's going to be two wide down the stretch. It's a close call for third place. And it goes to Dale Earnhardt. Donnie Allison has second. Earnhardt is third. The toss-up goes to turn one for fourth. Allison slips up in the groove in that second spot as Waltrip and Petty are locked in a battle for fourth position. Side-by-side side in turn two with Cale Yarbrough and Dave Marcus looking on. Petty has the edge out of two. Richard Petty has been flexing the muscles down the back stretch this afternoon, and right now he gives Cale Yarbrough the free ride as Darrell Waltrip has dropped kicked back a position. Now Waltrip tries to make a move. He pulls back alongside Cale Yarbrough, tries to step on it and go to the high side on it. And they better not look back because Neil Bonnet and Bobby Allison is coming up through the pack. Remember, they made pit stop during that caution period, but they're gaining on the leaders. And this jousting on the, the second position, Barney Hall, has given a one and seven-tenths second advantage to Buddy Baker as he rounds out of turn two. Baker out of two is Donnie Allison has broken from Dale Earnhardt. Allison leads Earnhardt for the second spot by about eight car lengths. Benny Parsons now. He was working on a private battle with Dave Marcus, seventh and eighth positions, but they too go single file. Setting the field for you out of number Four corner. Buddy Baker in front. Donnie Allison second. Earnhardt third. Petty fourth. Waltrip is fifth. Yarborough is sixth. As they come across the line, they continue to run single file as the field jockeys back and forth, but everybody chases Buddy Baker. His separation is working up to almost two seconds over Donnie Allison. Back in seventh at turn one, it's Dave Marcus. Eighth is Betty Parsons. Ninth is rookie R Ricky Rudd. Tenth, Cuckoo Marlin. Eleventh, Neil Bonnet. And twelfth, Bobby Allison. Terry Labonte runs in the thirteenth spot as they go down the back stretch in two, turn three. Running fourteenth is the Connie Sailor automobile as the leaders work their way through the turn three and four. Buddy Baker still taking a higher line than the rest of the single file pack. Donnie Allison trying to close. The battle heating up yet again for third and fourth place, Teddy and Walter. We have completed 27 laps of the 400 lap event here in the World Series. 600 this afternoon, and Jackie, I would say Allison has We've leaped up problems. in a draft. And it's going to be Blackie Weinzer and spinning the number 39 car off the banking of number four turn. He wrecks the car down to the left and pulls it out of harm's way, just jerked the wheel left, and he's down, heading back towards pit road. But Blackie Weinzer in a bit of a hairy spin ride for turn four. Second caution flag of the day is being displayed to the field here in the World 600. So James Hilton will lead him across the stripe as they come down to the line and going back to green here at Charlotte Motor Speedway the World 600. They move in the south end of the track. A mad scramble up front. James Hilton leads Dale Earnhardt by six. Car lengths to turn two. Then Lenny Pond, Darrell Waltrip in fourth. Cuckoo Marlin fifth. Connie Saylor, Bill Elliott, Joe Milliken, and then Neil Bonnet and Richard Petty back in tenth spot. An assault on the lead. In a turn number three, Dale Earnhardt goes down low on the 48 car of James Hilton. Earnhardt has the number one running spot. Hilton running second. Waltrip going third. Lenny Pond running fourth. Connie Saylor is running fifth as they head to the line. Jackie Root, Dale Earnhardt came up through traffic so fast it looked like he had a jet engine in the tail end of that car the way he pulled away from the pack as he heads back into the track. But Hilton rides his draft down there, and Hilton hangs on to him for the number two position. After that caution flag, positions are jumbled all up toward the front, but the leader is Earnhardt. Second, Waltrip. Here he comes up through the pack and takes that second spot away from James Hilton back in one. Waltrip underneath Hilton for second. Lenny Pond trying to follow through. Then Connie Saylor. 
at the Charlotte Motor Speedway. 36 laps are completed, and we are under caution for the third time. Bill Elliott just lost an engine coming right across the start-finish line, and then Jackie dumped pieces all the way down the front stretch. The bottom end fell out of that machine, Barney Hall. There were pieces the size of a football being spewed across the start-finish line. The yellow flag is out. The field is coming under Chip Warren's starter signal, and that's a tough break for this kid from Dawsonville, Georgia, because that Delonica Ford Mercury has been running very strong in any super speedway that he presents it to. It looks like they're getting ready to go back to green in the World 600 here this time by as the pace car takes them up into the number three corner. They're in front of Eli Gold. In turn number three, of course, everybody throughout the race, they've come off the long back stretch. They've had their way to choose how to go through the turn. They're using every inch of real estate, and now here they go back to green. Earnhardt's going away. They almost run over the pace cars. They come up through the gearbox and head back into the number one corner. Waltrip wastes no time in going after the lead. Waltrip wants to lead this race. He's on the outside of Earnhardt into turn one. Dead alongside. Now Earnhardt pulls back in front at turn two and comes up in the groove. Out of two, it'll be Earnhardt. Waltrip, Bonnie. Petty and Benny Parsons in fifth. Uh, Benny Parsons being trailed by Kale Yarbrough, who tries to close the gap there as well. Back at the front of the pack, the challenges for the lead. Darrell Waltrip down low. Dale Earnhardt takes the middle groove. Neil Bonnet looks for the free ride. He tries to swing through, but it's going to be Waltrip, Earnhardt, Bonnet, and Petty coming out of four. Well, you heard Ned Jarrett talking with crew chief J.C. Elder on the car. Dale Earnhardt wanted him to slow down a little bit. He's back to second position, but he is right in the thick of things down in turn one for that number two spot. The front four have broken away by five car lengths. Over fifth place, Benny Parsons and Earnhardt is locked onto the bumper of Darrell Waltrip. Then it is Bonnet and Petty looking to the inside of the backstretch. Richard Petty trying to make a move on Neil Bonnet, but he thinks better right here and tucks himself behind. Neil Bonnet tries to squirrel down a bit, looking for some racing room on Dale Earnhardt. Neil Bonnet going down low, but now floats back in behind Earnhardt. It'll be Waltrip leading him out of turn four. Across the line, Waltrip in front, Earnhardt riding second, Bonnet is third, fourth is Petty, fifth is Parsons, sixth is Cale Yarbrough, seventh is Donnie Allison as they work turn one. The lead battle is tightened up into a six-car draft as Earnhardt goes downstairs in turn two. He is side-by-side side with Waltrip, the two Monte Carlos out of turn two. They are dead even. Nobody making a move right here. They still go side-by-side. Side. Neil Bonnet trying to stick to those in there and make it three wide. He pushes Darrell Waltrip to make a move. Waltrip steps on a close to the high side of Darrell of Dale Earnhardt. It'll be Earnhardt down low. Waltrip on the high side out of four. Earnhardt comes to the stripe on the inside. He will lead the World 600. Bonnet almost off on the grass as he challenges Richard Petty for third spot. They have stacked them up three, two deep, three deep now in turn one. Three by two out of the second turn. Earnhardt low side up front. Waltrip in second. Bonnet bottom of the racetrack in third. Petty is alongside Bonnet, and it's too wide for fourth spot also. And now Richard Petty standing on it. He goes down the back straight away and still hangs on to third spot. Meanwhile, front of the pack, Darrell Waltrip trying it down low on Dale Earnhardt. Earnhardt going way high, so Waltrip takes it in front, number one. Here comes Petty trying to sneak underneath Earnhardt in second. A cheer has just gone up that you can hear in the next county for Richard Petty. He's in the lead in front of Mike Joy. Seven cars in the lead draft. Petty leads Darrell Waltrip. Earnhardt is third. Neil Bonnet slips back up in the draft in fourth, midway down the backstretch. Dale Earnhardt, interestingly, for turns three and four, has been going way high, higher than everybody else but Benny Parsons. For the lead, Darrell Waltrip just sweeping by and underneath Richard Petty. But here comes Richard Petty right back. He hates to run second. He challenges again for the lead. 
Just beautiful racing here at Charlotte Motor Speedway. It's been that way all season. They've run from the drop of the green this afternoon like it was the last lap. Petty, Waltrip, door-to-door for the lead in one. Petty stays on the inside through the trioval into one and out of turn two. Waltrip moves up on the back bumper of Waltrip's Gatorade Chevrolet. That's Earnhardt in third spot right behind Waltrip. There are five cars under a blanket for the lead. Nose to nose. That's going to be Waltrip on the outside. Petty on the inside. It's going to be tight with Dale Earnhardt, Donnie Allison, Neil Bonnet, Benny Parsons, and Cale Yard. You can't throw a blanket over the whole bunch as Richard Petty takes the low side. He leads Waltrip out of four. Seven cars are in that lead draft, and it's anybody's guess at the start-finish line when they come back around who out of that seven will be leading. Richard Petty and Waltrip still go at it for the lead in one. They are two by four. There's nothing going single file here at turn one. Waltrip edges out ahead of Petty, just ever so slightly by half a car leg. Petty is fighting off Dale Earnhardt side by side out of two. The battle is for second place. Dale Earnhardt seems to show the heart power here. He leaves Richard Petty behind. Here comes Donnie Allison. He, too, was challenging for third, but he tucks himself in behind Petty. It'll be Darrell Waltrip, Dale Earnhardt, up high. Richard Petty and Donnie Allison down low. Jackie Root, we said last week there's no way they could run this way for 500 miles at Dover, Delaware. They did it, but they've got 600 miles to go here today. Waltrip goes to the high side, and downstairs comes Dale Earnhardt in one for the lead. Earnhardt got a little bit in the dirt coming out of the trioval and got a bit squirrely. Gathered it right back in. They are Door handle to door handle. Earnhardt forges ahead in the backstretch. And Richard Petty trying to make it three wide with Earnhardt and Waltrip. It's going to be Petty on the inside. He moves down low underneath Dale Earnhardt. Earnhardt going to the high side. Petty down low. They are a dead heat out of the turn. Waltrip running third. Donnie Allison fourth. Seven cars continue to ride the lead draft as they swap it back and forth at the line. Dead heat again. Photo finish as Richard Petty and the rookie Earnhardt hammer away in one. Seven cars locked tightly together. It is Earnhardt at turn one, sweeping ahead of Petty and out to a one-car length lead. Petty is second, side-by-side side for third are Neil Bonnet and Darrell Waltrip. Every time by it is an adventure as Dale Earnhardt still shows the way. The battle now is shaping up for third place as Neil Bonnet goes a half-car length behind Darrell Waltrip. Waltrip standing on it, going in front of Neil Bonnet, cuts him down just a bit, so Bonnet running fourth behind Waltrip, Petty, and Earnhardt. The contest is enjoined at the stripe for the lead. Dale Earnhardt leads Richard Petty in the STP Chevrolet. Waltrip in the Gatorade Chevrolet runs third. In fourth is Donnie Allison. And then a gut buster for fifth position. Neil Bonnet and Benny Parsons going at it for fifth. Parsons bottom of the racetrack. Bonnet is by him and Cale Yarbrough comes up alongside as Donnie Allison goes underneath Darrell Waltrip for the third spot out of turn two. It's going to be hello Huey down. Donnie Allison trying to make a move but he has to tuck himself back in behind Darrell Waltrip. Richard Petty thought about trying to make a challenge on Dale Earnhardt but Petty tucks himself behind running second. Again, Earnhardt going high out of turn four. Petty takes the low shot. Darrell Waltrip has just taken the lead in the World 600. Well, they're running door-to-door with Earnhardt, that rookie driver in front of Mike Joy. Earnhardt seems to have the power to just shoot ahead of Waltrip anytime he cares to, as he did out of turn two. Donnie Allison comes up to make it a three-way fight for second. It's going to be a three-way play right here. On the point, it's going to be Darrell Waltrip. Donnie Allison running third, running fourth. Richard Petty moving by some race traffic. Dale Earnhardt leads the pack out of four, taking the high side. Waltrip running behind him second. With Dale Earnhardt leading, Darrell Waltrip running second, Donnie Allison third, and Richard Petty fourth. The NASCAR season is here, and Toyota Racing is looking for clashers. Did you clash at the Coliseum with your favorite Toyota drivers? Clashing with the HOA, who won't let you carve bell number 20 into your lawn. Or maybe your Tyler Reddick shirt clashed with your pants while meeting the in-laws. If you're a clasher, then we want you. 
Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Buddy Baker and Bobby Allison are linked up in a two-car draft trying to overhaul the leaders, and as best we can calculate on the speedway, they would be running 11th and 12th. Here comes the lead draft. Out front, rookie driver Earnhardt. Second, Walter. Third, Donnie Allison. Fourth, Richard Petty. Fifth is Neil Bonnet. Sixth is Cale Yarborough. Seventh is Parsons. There to Mike Joy. And those front four cars are bumper to bumper in turn one, single file. Bonnet and Yarborough trying to catch the leaders, but midway through the turn, Bonnet loses about five car lengths. They are locked together in the backstretch. Neil Earnhardt still through the turns. They a higher ride than is everybody else. Right now, Darrell Walton closing to a half a car length deficit. He takes the low side again as Earnhardt goes a bit higher. Through the turn, Johnny Allison closing in on Darrell Walton. Richard Petty running fourth, Bonnet five, Yarborough six, Parson seven. Seven cars continue to work the lead draft, but right now they can't slow Earnhardt down. This youngster from Kannapolis, North Carolina, flexing his driving talent here this afternoon as they work the south end of the track. Earnhardt trying to run away as Waltrip tries to stay glued onto his back bumper. That's not an easy chore with Donnie Allison right alongside. Donnie Allison challenge coming off that back straightaway. He went down low, tried to make a move on Darrell Waltrip. Meanwhile, right now, Richard Petty comes back, makes a move on Donnie Allison. Allison down low, Richard Petty up high. They battle for third and fourth, hanging down low on the racetrack. Donnie Allison has third place in front of Petty. Crack windshield does not seem to have an effect on the Hawaiian Tropic Chevrolet. He's taken over third. In second is Daryl Waltrip. Dale Earnhardt leads. Richard Petty is in fourth. Fifth spot to Cale Yarbrough. In sixth position now is Neil Bonnet. In seventh is Benny Parsons. Eighth position belongs to Dave Marcus in the Shoney's Restaurant Hudson Chevrolet Special. In ninth position is Joe Milliken. In tenth is Terry Labonte. Running eleventh is the Spectre 250 car, and that would be Buddy Baker. Bobby Allison runs twelfth. Thirteenth to the Ken Cole mining efforts of Lenny Pond. Fourteenth belongs to Cuckoo Marlin, 15th to Ricky Rudd, and running 16th is Al Holbert. Let's follow this battle for that 8th position around the speedway. It's almost as good as it is up in the front of the pack. They're coming out of 4. Now Marcus is the 8th place car trying to move underneath him is the rookie driver Milliken, but breathing down their neck now is Buddy Baker and Bobby Allison as they head back to turn 1. That battle comes to turn 1 with Milliken on the bottom of the racetrack, moving up to lead that 5-car train. On the outside is Marcus. Buddy Baker has moved to the low side to trail. Joe Milliken out of the turn. Bobby Allison and Terry Labonte has fallen back off that pack just a bit. Back at the front of the pack, Dale Earnhardt going the high side again. Darrell Waltrip can't make a move down low. Back in the seventh, eighth position, Joe Milliken still showing the way. Buddy Baker running behind him. Bobby Allison glued so well down low on the racetrack. So is Terry Labonte. Dave Marcus challenging as well. Field heads down to the south end of the track with the front draft still containing four cars. The other three that was in the seven-car pack a moment ago have dropped off the pace almost a second behind now. In fifth position is Cale Yarborough, Neil Bonnet, and Benny Parsons. Meanwhile, the front four work traffic up in turn number three, nose to tail. It's going to be Dale Earnhardt showing the way again. They go high around the Bruce Hill automobile. Now it's going to be a triangular shape coming out of the turn. Everybody going single file. Walton falling in behind Earnhardt. As they shuffle off back into the south end of the track and Mike Joy. Mike, this rookie driver, he's challenging some of the best this afternoon, and you know if there's any way Donnie Allison, Richard Petty, and Waltrip would take the lead away. Earnhardt is just dialed in, Barney. He's glued to the racetrack, and he's got tremendous power off the turn. Of the front four, Richard Petty is wagging the tail of his FTP Chevrolet just a bit down here in turn one. The front three cars handling quite well at this end of the speedway. 
front four are up in front of Eli Gold, and Richard Petty gets a little high, Eli. Well, indeed, Richard Petty dropping some space. He gets a bit squirrely coming out of the number four corner. He found himself up there in the marbles and pulled it back in nicely. Things heat up up in the front of the pack. Donnie Allison tries to get underneath Waltrip in one. As Petty dropped back, that was the cue for Donnie Allison to go to work. He was underneath Waltrip in turn one, but in turn two, there is lap traffic ahead. They'll come out of two single pile. Earnhardt, Waltrip, and Donnie Allison. As Earnhardt continues to show the way down the back straight away, Darrell Waltrip seems to close just a bit down the back stretch. Again, Dale Earnhardt this time because of the race traffic going to the high side. Darrell Waltrip running second. Donnie Allison thought about making it great wide with Richard Children and Darrell Waltrip, but he tucks in behind Waltrip running for it. The front four have to pick their way through lapped automobiles all the way around the speedway this time. Earnhardt eases down in the number one corner, has to take the high Groove. It's been 10 or 12 laps since Waltrip put a bid for the lead. He may just be trying to let Earnhardt go out and wear himself out. But Waltrip's rear view mirror is filled with Donnie Allison. And Donnie Allison each time through has been looking inside and out, trying to find some real estate to negotiate. Can't quite do so. Richard Petty now is still holding down low on the racetrack. Richard had a couple of fiery times coming through the turns last few times through. Now as the leaders work by, Dale Earnhardt still goes away in front. Darrell Waltrip runs in second. Donnie Allison is third. Richard Petty is fourth. Fifth spot goes to Cale Yarbrough. Sixth to, to Neil Bonnet. Seventh to jo- to Benny Parsons' machine. In eighth position now is Buddy Baker. Ninth to Bobby Allison. Joe Milliken is tenth. Eleventh is Dave Marcus. Terry Labonte runs in twelfth. Thirteenth spot belongs to, that would be the Ken Cole mining efforts of Lenny Pond. Fourteenth to Cuckoo Marlin. In fifteenth position is Ricky Rudd. Running in sixteenth spot is Al Holbert. Jim Vandiver runs seventeenth. 18th to Harry Gant. Connie Saylor runs 19th. J.D. McDuffie is 20th. 21st is Harry Gant. I've checked that. 18th position is Grant Adcox. In 20th position is Harry Gant. In 21st is Skip Manning. Buddy Arrington runs 23rd. 24th goes to Bill Dennis. 25th to Glenn Jarrett. 26th to Bruce Hill. Tommy Gale runs 27th. 28th to Frank Warren. D.K. Ulrich is 29th. 30th is Richard Childress. And 31st on this World 600 field is James Hilton. Outstanding race at Charlotte Motor Speedway, the World 600, and a rookie driver showing his colors here this afternoon. Right now, he is the class of the field. He just will not come out of the throttle, and everybody chases him. Right now, it's Donnie Allison's turn. He is on the bumper of Dale Earnhardt. Here they come across the line. One car length separating first and second. Third is Waltrip. Fourth is Petty. They're back in one. Race traffic has separated the front runners just a bit, though Earnhardt and Allison are locked together. Daryl Waltrip is two car lengths back of the lead duo, and Richard Petty is about five car lengths back of Waltrip. They're in clear field running out of turn two, and they begin to tighten up. Each time through, Donnie Allison looking impatient. He bobs around looking for some racing room, but this time he's content. He just tucks himself behind Dale Earnhardt, takes a lower line, does the rookie, and here comes Donnie Allison. He takes a low groove out of number four. It's going to be a racing line. The Hawaiian Tropic Chevrolet of Donnie Allison. The Monte Carlo goes door-to-door dead heat at the line for the lead between Earnhardt and Allison as they shuffle into one. They are still locked together door handle to door handle with Earnhardt in the high groove. Allison on the bottom. Daryl Waltrip comes up to cover the spot behind Earnhardt, who almost tags the wall in two, and Allison gets the jump off the turn. Donnie Allison shows the way on the inside groove down the back straightaway, but Dale Earnhardt recovering off the hairy exit of turn two. He comes right back, but Donnie Allison takes the initiative again. He goes way down low, somewhere that Dale Earnhardt cannot run here thus far this afternoon. Allison has the car late to a half a 
advantage out of turn four. Well, I... Lenny Pond made the car stick at the bottom of the racetrack. That's the quick way around. He didn't give Richard Petty any racing room. Now Petty goes after him down in turn num- number one on the outside. Richard Petty pulls alongside Lenny Pond, who backs out of the throttle just a tad at the first turn. And Petty has the lead out of turn two. Waltrip following in the high groove, trying to take second spot in the back chute. Out of date, Lenny Pond now being drop kicked back to third running position as Richard Petty and Darrell Waltrip both worked by Lenny Pond. And now a differential begins to show between second and third place. Lenny Pond, though, gets back on the throttle in full. And again, it's nose to tail, but now Petty, Waltrip, and Pond. It looked like Waltrip might have drop kicked Richard Petty just a little bit unintentionally going into that number four corner as he ran up on him and tapped him a little bit. And now as they head off into the number one corner, Waltrip goes after the lead. Waltrip ducks to the inside out of the trioval and slings back up into the high groove at turn one. Out of two, lap traffic ahead. They'll come out of the second turn, single file. Daryl Waltrip is your leader. Richard Petty runs in second. From outdoor care to home and auto repair, do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com. Back here at the Charlotte Motor Speedway, your leader is Daryl Waltrip in the Gatorade Chevrolet. Running in second is Richard Petty in the STP Chevrolet. The Austin Racing Team is flanked Dale Earnhardt in third position. Fourth goes to Neil Bonnet and fifth to Bobby Allison. That front four, duel for the lead as they come to the line. It will be Waltrip in front. Bonnet has fought his way up to the number two position as he hammered away at the rookie driver Earnhardt for a while, then took it away from Richard Petty. Now he goes after the leader in front of Mike Joy. As at Dover, Delaware, where he won last week, Bonnet is handling well on the bottom of the racetrack. He sniffed out Darrell Waltrip in the second turn and now slips back in the draft. Indeed, Neil Bonnet has that car dialed in well. He moves up now one half car length behind Darrell Waltrip, but Waltrip in turns three and four also handling so well down low, he can't get by in the case of Neil Bonnet, so Waltrip leads Bonnet up the corner. Just inches apart. First and second position, Bonnet gets the inside groove on Walter If he can keep that nose up there in one, he may get the lead, Mike Joy. Bonnet is going for it. Bottom of the racetrack. The fans come to their feet as Neil Bonnet has put the Purolator car ahead of Daryl Waltrip. Out of turn two, Bonnet continues to work the low side. It is Waltrip and Petty tight in the draft, and Earnhardt and Bobby Allison fifth. Now with Neil Bonnet and Daryl Waltrip both running so well down low, let's see where Waltrip tries to move if he does. In a turn number three, both Doe Bonnet and Waltrip down low on the racetrack. Bonnet floating a bit higher, but Waltrip stays with him. Richard Petty right on Waltrip's tail running third. As the front four work the traffic around the speedway, Bobby Allison has closed up a bit in fifth position. He's just about eight car lengths behind the fourth place car now, Earnhardt. They're back in one. The Thunderbird has moved up and is catching the benefit of that lead draft. It's now a five-car string. Out of turn two, single file. Bonnet, Waltrip guns it up for a run down the back stretch at the leader. Darrell Waltrip tucks it to the inside. He moves alongside Neil Bonnet. Bonnet on the high groove through turn number three and four. Darrell Waltrip takes it down low. Bonnet going way high and he's going to be drop kicked back a position as Waltrip takes over in front and Petty now battles for second. Jackie Root they run just like it's the last lap and they're coming down to the checkered flag as Waltrip put a move on Bonnet. He's back in the lead. Waltrip right now shuffles off into the number one corner out front. 
Bonnet comes down to the low side again, and Richard Petty slips all the way back to fourth spot as Dale Earnhardt took advantage of Petty's aborted move on Bonnet, and Earnhardt is now third. And now Earnhardt setting his sights on Neil Bonnet. He tries to close the gap down the back straight away. Earnhardt closing to about four car lanes back. That the front of the pack. Darrell Waltrip shows the way. Neil Bonnet tucks right in behind him. They come out of the turn, straighten out that dog leg, and they head for home. Just about a car leg. Separate first, second, third, fourth, and fifth as they cross the stripe this time. No change in that front five. Waltrip still out front. Thirteen times he started races here at Charlotte Motor Speedway. He won his first Charlotte event last year when he won the World 600. He has an incredible average of winning more than $8,900, Jackie Root, every time he's been out in those 13 outings. And even more incredible is the fact that he has finished every race he has entered here in the Winston Cup Grand National Division chase for 1979, albeit having to undergo, whoa, problems in turn number four. Indeed, we had problems there as Skip Manning saw the leaders coming up in the rear view. His car got squirrely, but the leaders get through with no problem, and Manning heads to the finish. At King's Inn Chevrolet, almost involved in an altercation with the front runners, taking advantage of that backing out of the throttle as Neil Bonnet in turn one, he goes for the lead. Again, Bonnet is on the bottom of the racetrack. He led Waltrip into the first turn, but Waltrip gathers it back up in turn two and hauls down the back stretch. He leads by half a car length. But Neil Bonnet has the inside groove, and Bonnet moves alongside Darrell Waltrip. It's going to be Bonnet taking him up the 24-degree banks, and he steps on it. How's the advantage here? Neil Bonnet in front. Here comes Dale Earnhardt. He tries for the free ride down low. He's side-by-side with Waltrip for a second. No one in the front five has had time to catch their breath since they dropped the green flag at 12.30 this afternoon of the World 600. Bonnet is out front. Waltrip is second. Riding third is Earnhardt. Fourth is Petty, and fifth is Bobby Allison there to the south end of the track. Again, single file going into the first turn. Bonnet almost diamonding the racetrack like a short track. He's way out to the wall of the dogleg. Cuts it down sharply. In the backstretch, Richard Petty moves for third. It's a challenge for third place. Richard Petty moves alongside Dale Earnhardt. Petty on the inside of the racetrack. Earnhardt again being forced to go high. Here comes Bobby Allison. He thinks about making it three wide in the turn. It'll be Richard Petty side by side with Dale Earnhardt and Bobby Allison running fifth. This youngster from Kannapolis, North Carolina has to have impressed everybody here this afternoon. 130,000 race fans watch Earnhardt. He will not be intimidated by anyone, Jackie Root. No question about it, Barney. He's beginning to flex his muscles in the Australian Racing Team entry, and you can be sure that Jake Elder is jumping up and down on pit road. Let's take a look very quickly at the cars that are out of the race. One car failed to start. That was the 57, the McClure Ford for Ron Hutcherson. He did not even take the command of fire engines. Also, likewise, for Chuck Bown, and they are the two official retirees. The first one out in a wreck was Dick Brooks in the Bearfinder Chevrolet, and then we had an engine expire on Bill Elliott's car. Also involved, Connie Saylor is out. Also out is Donnie Allison. Travis Tiller is out, and Buddy Baker is out as well. Battle for the lead in turn one. Bonnet goes after it. Neil Bonnet continues to work the bottom of the racetrack in one. He swings up high and has the lead in turn two over Darrell Waltrip. Dale Earnhardt and Richard Petty remain linked in a tight four-car draft. And down the back straightaway, Darrell Waltrip not making a move here to reappropriate the lead. Neil Bonnet is permitted to show the way right here. Glued down low, but so is Darrell Waltrip. Up slips Dale Earnhardt as he runs a bit higher in third. Richard Petty low on the racetrack, running for it. Three Chevrolets chase a Mercury at Charlotte Motor Speedway as they cross the line. Bonnet is in front. Waltrip is second, third. Earnhardt, fourth is Petty. 
Then about a second back in the fifth position, Bobby Allison, Mike Joy. Bonnet's success has been he's been able to run on the bottom of the racetrack. Everyone else has been at least a group higher, and we've got an engine going in turn one. A car goes spinning, looping up, tags the wall, continues to slide up in the high groove, and looks like come down the track. Bobby Fisher's car, I think, has just tagged the wall in front of Mike Joy. He scoots along. Let's go back to Mike Joy. That is Bobby Fisher, and he is pinned up against the wall in turn two. He's keeping the wheels turned up so he doesn't slide down in front of traffic. Everyone has now got it slowed down. Fisher's car remains parked at the exit of turn two. And an untimely pit stop for the Bush Beer Oldsmobile of K.O. Yarborough. He had just come on to pit road for a change of right side tires. Just as the caution was coming out, he now finds himself a lap down to the leaders. And Cuckoo Marlin comes off the number four corner. He shows smoke behind the number 14, heads to pit road. So Bobby Fisher has crashed in turn one, and the car has ended up in turn two. Let's go back to Mike Joy. A lot of smoke came out of that car, Jack, going into the first turn. It was coming, just pouring out the header pipes. The car got backwards and slid into the wall, and Fisher did a commendable job of keeping the car bumping along up against the wall and out of harm's way. He's now waiting for a break in the traffic to allow the car to roll down to the track apron. Back to the tower. Green Joe flag. Milliken leads this event in the appliance wheels Chevrolet, but battling up on the outside is Neil Bonnet in turn one. He wants the lead. Meanwhile, Dave Marcus tries to get a lap back underneath Joe Milliken, and they just about trade paint at turn two. Bonnet hunts down to the low side. He'll make it three wide out of turn two against Milliken and Marcus. Neil Bonnet all the way on the inside. He goes shooting for the lead. He moves down quickly. Now cuts back in front of Dave Marcus and Joe Milliken. So Neil Bonnet shows the way in front. Milliken running second. Darrell Wolchip running third. Earnhardt is running fourth. They exit turn number four with Neil Bonnet again at the point. Last Sunday at Dover, Delaware, every time they made a pit stop, put new tires on the Pure Later car, he would run away from the field, and right now he's out front, trying to pull away from Joe Milliken and one. Bonnet is trying to move away, but Milliken is staying right with him. They have a bit of daylight on the third-place car. Waltrip, who dispenses with lap traffic and sets sail on the leaders. Earnhardt is fourth, Benny Parsons fifth, Richard Petty sixth as they head for the backstretch. Right now, Benny Parsons, as he works in spot number five, looks in the rear view. He has a private battle going with Richard Petty. Back towards the front of the pack, Joe Milliken puts some daylight between himself and Darrell Waltrip. Now Waltrip glued down low to the racetrack. He continues to run third behind Milliken, second, bottom, and front. Well, if you lead the World 600, you will not get any rest here this afternoon. They'll hound you to death as they head back into turn number one. Waltrip comes slicing up to that third spot, drops off the pace a little bit. Waltrip cannot go into turn one as hard as he would like, Barney. His car slides up the racetrack, pushing a bit in one. He has to gather it back in in two, but he winds it up down the backstretch, and he's doing that now. And now Darrell Waltrip trying to make a challenge for second place. He pulls alongside Milliken, takes the low side downstairs on Milliken. Milliken going way high into the top groove. Darrell Waltrip appropriates second. He also now tries to go down low on Neil Bonnet. Waltrip put the pressure on Milliken, scooted him a little high in the number four corner and goes after the leader door to door as they head back to one. Waltrip just rooted Neil Bonnet out of the low groove and swings up high in one as he did the last lap. Bonnet jumps right back downstairs, pulls up alongside the rear quarter panel, then Bonnet slips in the draft. It's Waltrip, Bonnet and Earnhardt out of two. What a brand of racing we're seeing here this afternoon. The first and second place battle not so hot right now as compared to that in fifth and sixth place as Richard Petty flexing the muscles, moves past Betty Parsons yet again. 
get into fifth spot. Now back at the front of the pack. It's Neil Bonnet looking down low, trying to shoot by Darrell Waltrip. Waltrip leads. Bonnet goes downstairs and at the stripe. It's too close to call as they are hub to hub in turn one. Bonnet has worked the best in the low groove. That's where he is, and he has gotten the lead. Waltrip works up high in one, brings it back down in two. Earnhardt is on his bumper. Petty is fourth. Benny Parsons is, is sixth behind Joe Milliken. They're all locked up in the back stretch. Bobby Allison runs in seventh. Kale Yarbrough one lap down is eighth. Terry Labonte is ninth. In tenth position is Ricky Rudd. In eleventh is Al Holbert. Jim Vandiver is twelfth. Thirteenth to Lenny Pond. And fourteenth is Dave Marcus. Well, it looks like Miss Twigley's exercise class in the grandstand as the fans jump up, down, up, down all afternoon in the battle for the lead. It's a good one again as they come back to the line. Waltrip by half a car length over Neil Bonnet as they trade it back and forth. And it's worked this way every time it has turned one. Bonnet goes to the bottom of the racetrack, pulls up on Waltrip, and then Waltrip swings back out of turn two where he has the power. And right now he leads Neil Bonnet by two car lengths. Petty is third with Earnhardt right alongside. The battle is to third place now as Dale Earnhardt tries to make a move. He does sweep by Richard Petty. Now Petty is in fourth place being challenged by Petty Parsons. Parsons going to the high side. He's being drop kicked back a position or so. Off four, number four corner. Darrell Waltrip in front. Neil Bonnet running second. Bonnet down to the inside, goes after Waltrip for the lead. He's there. Waltrip across the start-finish line by just about a nose, but that's changing in one. Bonnet by a car length in turn one on the bottom. Waltrip stays glued up on the high side. And again, as he's done every lap for the last five, gathers it back in. But this time, he'll trail the Purelator Mercury down the back stretch. Indeed, Neil Bonnet shows the way, and nobody making a move this time through. They work their way back to the number three corner. Neil Bonnet points the nose down. He glues down low so well. Darrell Waltrip running even lower than his Neil Bonnet. They come single file off the turn. Third is Earnhardt, fourth is Petty. Richard Petty sticks the nose underneath for just a moment on the rookie driver Earnhardt to breathe the STP Chevrolet. There's no room to breathe at all in that front pack as the pressure is on. Bonnet stays to the bottom of the racetrack. Waltrip could run low in three and four, but not down here in the second turn. Earnhardt looks underneath Waltrip out of turn two. They stay single file. As they show the way down the back straightaway. At this point, the top five runners being uncontested right now from anybody else. Though, of course, they have their own battles going on. Darrell Waltrip going down low as Neil Bonnet goes sky high in turn number four. It's going to be Waltrip in front. Bonnet second, Earnhardt third, Petty fourth, Parsons fifth. Darrell Waltrip is out front as he comes across the line. He won the World 600 last year by just a car length. And right now, as they shuffle off into the number one corner, a little interval begins to build between the second and the third, fourth, and fifth place cars. That's because there's a battle for third. It is Dale Earnhardt underneath Richard Petty. Earnhardt will just not stay in line. He goes after that spot midway down the backstretch. Earnhardt takes the inside groove. They still go door handle to door handle. Richard Petty near the outside wall. They stay in that similar position through turn number three. It's going to be Dale Earnhardt now floating up from the bottom of the racetrack. He's got third place. Betty Parsons now challenging for fourth, Petty and fifth. As the two front positions cross the stripe, there's a big interval now of about 25 car lengths back to Earnhardt in third, Petty in fourth, Parsons in fifth position as they work traffic back in turn one. There are six cars shuffling back in that draft for third spot, including Cale Yarbrough, who's a lap down, and Bobby Allison tails that second group of cars out of turn number two. North the back straightaway. Neil Bonnet right now. He rides up behind Darrell Waltrip. And at this point, those two cars, as they run identical lines throughout this race course, they are not making a challenge one either way. Running third, Dale Earnhardt not being challenged here by Richard Petty as Petty, Earnhardt, and Parsons take single file. Chevrolet and a Mercury. Trouble in turn one. Let's go to Mike Joy. One car sliding down off the wall, just about tagged it. And that is Glenn Jarrett in the natural light Chevrolet. Got broadslide in turn two and came down to the 
apron without making contact with another car. Well, that will bring out the caution, and the leaders will race back to the stripe here. They have all backed out of the throttle, however, with Neil Bonnet in front, Daryl Waltrip in second, Dale Earnhardt runs third, Richard Petty is fourth, Benny Parsons being posted in fifth position. In sixth, it looks like it would be the Joe Milliken entry. In seventh is Bobby Allison, and then in eighth spot is Lenny Pond. Green flag as they come barreling out of turn number four, Waltrip out front, Petty second, Earnhardt is third, fourth is Bonnet, fifth is Bobby Allison. Allison as they head for turn one. Waltrip will go into that turn a bit high. Richard Petty takes a look down low underneath, but Petty, too, continues to run the high groove, and it is Bonnet on the bottom of the racetrack underneath Dale Earnhardt for third position. Waltrip and Petty lead them off the corner. Dale Bonnet continues to ride downtown as he's drawn alongside Dale Earnhardt. It's going to be Earnhardt now flexing the muscles just a bit. He tries to hold down third, but again, Neil Bonnet in turn number three goes way down low. He has third spot. Here comes Bobby Allison right behind him, trying how do you stand the pressure for 600 miles the way they're racing at Charlotte this afternoon? Again, Walker leads him off into the number one corner. Richard Petty wants the lead. So does Bonnet. Bonnet again goes to the bottom, this time against Richard Petty. Bonnet trying to pick up a spot here every lap is underneath Petty. Petty has the power coming off the turn high. They are dead even midway down the backstretch. Again, Richard Petty trying to flex the muscle down the back straightaway. He's had the advantage there, but again in the turn. Here comes Neil Bonnet sweeping right by Richard Petty. Neil Bonnet low on the racetrack takes a similar groove to that of Darrell Walter who also rides well down low. Bobby Allison and Richard Petty wiping some tape as they come off the number four corner. Bonnet makes a slashing move all the way down to the bottom of the racetrack. Almost put it on the dirties after the lead in one. And he has it going into turn one. It is Bonnet on the bottom. But Walter is strong in that high groove off turn two. Bobby Allison, bottom of the racetrack against Richard Petty. They fight for the third spot off the turn. Bobby Allison trying to take that third place position away from Richard Petty. Petty is shown well down the back stretch again. Stomps on it here. He has third spot. Here comes Dale Earnhardt taking the high road. He draws alongside Bobby Allison. But Allison down low keeps for a wide wailing at Dale Earnhardt has lost fifth position, but he battles back up on the outside to try and take it away from Bobby Allison into turn one. Earnhardt and Allison into the first turn. It is Earnhardt in first in fourth. Seven car train off the second turn. It is Neil Bonnet leading Daryl Waltrip, Richard Petty, Dale Earnhardt, Bobby Allison, Benny Parsons, and Cale Yarborough. Cale Yarborough trying to join that battle. He momentarily drew alongside Benny Parsons. That now forgotten as your leaders work their way through the turns again. They dive into Neil Bonnet and Daryl Waltrip. They maintain a seven car choo-choo train off the number four corner. It's Bonnet out front. Waltrip runs second. Petty is third. Fourth to Earnhardt. Fifth to Bobby Allison. Sixth to Benny Parsons. In seventh is Joe Milliken in eighth position. They're now posting Cale Yarbrough one lap down. Ninth to Kent to the Kenny Childers car with Lenny Pond at the keyboard. In tenth is Ricky Rudd. Al Holbert is Oh, 11. trouble in turn two. Benny Parsons got very loose. Appeared to tag the wall coming off the second turn. He managed to straighten it out and continues on down the backstretch. It was a close call for Parsons. So he's way off the pace as he heads up into the corner and he might have tagged the wall. Change of the lead up in four. Right as Benny Parsons works one way. Darrell Walton maintains that lead position now on the point. Running second, Petty along with Neil Bonnet. And Benny Parsons comes down pit road. He evidently cut a tire that caused him to go oh, high. Trouble in one as Bonnet and Petty get together once, twice. They trade some sheet metal and then separate. It allows Bobby Allison to take the second spot. Earnhardt comes
comes up as Petty drops to third and Neil Bonnet fourth. Bobby Allison now showing the way in second place. Dale Earnhardt on the inside running third. Fourth place now is Richard Petty. Fifth on the field is Neil Bonnet. It's given some racing room for Darrell Waltrip right now. Bobby Allison trying to close it. Earnhardt third, Petty fourth, Bonnet fifth. You, you wondered how long it was going to happen before something would have to give running in such tight quarters, Barney Hall. It just had to go sooner or later and it was Bonnet, Petty, and Allison and, and Earnhardt involved in that one in turn one, Mike. And they're after it again with Bobby Allison second, Earnhardt is third. Neil Bonnet back down at the bottom and he and Petty continue to run side by side. We are nowhere near halfway home in this race and yet they're running like it's the last lap. As they exit turn number two, Waltrip has five car lengths over Bobby Allison who has moved a Ford. The Hodgson T-Bird into the number two spot. A Chevrolet is in front of Ford is second. Chevrolet runs third. Chevrolet runs fourth with Richard Petty and back in fifth position is a Mercury. Waltrip comes to the stripe to complete the 182nd circuit. He leads. Bobby Allison is second. Dale Earnhardt is third. Neil Bonnet is fourth. Petty is fifth. In sixth position is Joe Milliken. Seventh. One lap down is Cale Yarbrough. Al Holbert runs in eighth. Ninth to Lenny Pond. Tenth to Ricky Rudd. In eleventh position is Terry Labonte. Twelfth after that costly pit stop is the 27. That's the MC Anderson Griffith Marine car for Benny Parsons. And running 13th is Jimmy Vandiver. Well, Run Earnhardt comes right back after that front running pack. Jackie Rudy is just scooted around Bobby Allison up in front of Eli Gold. Indeed, Allison out the back off just a minute as he was running up behind some race traffic. So it's Waltrip, Earnhardt, Allison, Bonnet, Petty leading it out of the fourth corner. What a magnificent run for Dale Earnhardt here this afternoon. As you heard Ned Jarrett say, he felt like about 30,000 people from Kannapolis, North Carolina would come and watch him run this afternoon. He has not disappointed his fans. And Jake Elder, as many of the people say, is a lot of the credit to Dale Earnhardt as he goes to the inside of Darrell Waltrip midway down the backstretch for the lead. They head to us in turn three. It's going to be Dale Earnhardt taking the low side. He gives the free ride to Bobby Allison. So it's Waltrip being dropped back. Here comes Neil Bonnet. He too tries to move up as Waltrip is so the rookie Earnhardt leads the World 600, and as we were going to say, Barney Hall, Jake Elder has been credited with a lot of the reason for the new promise by Dale Earnhardt. But Jake Elder has also brought a lot of the great drivers along. He's driven, he's crewed for Petty, and he's crewed for Pearson, he's crewed for Almost Waltrip, you name it. And he rated Dale Earnhardt as a driver yesterday. Well, uh, Dale's a good race car driver, but uh, just like I said, like I told him, He's going to have to go to school just like Daryl and Kale and Bobby and Richard and all them and Donnie and them. Uh, he, I'd say you know, this time next year, right here, if the boy keeps going like he's going and we keep it going like we're going, he'll be just as strong as Donnie or Bobby or Kale or Daryl or any of them other guys. He's giving a little schooling to the best in the business this afternoon. Earnhardt is the new leader here in the World 600. Bobby Allison is second. Bonnet is third. Fourth is Waltrip. And fifth is Richard Petty as he pulls him by two car lengths. And Barney, on the next lead change, we will set a record for lead changes in a World 600. There have been 42 separate and distinct lead changes at the stripe. The record was set in 1978. And that was trouble coming out of turn number four. Bobby Allison explodes an engine. Almost got a piece of the wall. Gets out of the throttle. Keeps it in a straight line. And caution is on the speedway. A tough break for Bobby Allison who was leading the Western Cup point standings going into this race. Caution comes out. That will be the seventh caution of the afternoon and it was a very, very scary one down here on the front straightaway, Barney Hall. 
Eli Gold was looking directly at that as it came out of turn number four. Let's go up there for a report. Indeed, Bobby Allison's engine, engine exploding directly beneath us as he came off the banking. There seemed to be nothing out of the ordinary for that lap from any of the others that Allison was running so well. He was up against the wall. All of a sudden, a plume of smoke. We check here as they head towards the dog leg. This track running surface seems to be in fairly good shape, though, of course, they're going to be a check from the safety crews, but a tough break there for Bobby Allison. We are getting ready to go back to green this time around as the field begins to bunch for a start down the back chute. Faster cars take the outside lane, and they're getting ready to go back to green as they move up to Eli Gold. They show Joe Milliken on the point right now with Neil Bonnet set to go in second, Dale Earnhardt running third, Darrell Waltrip close behind his fourth, and then Richard Petty running fifth. Those are the top five cars. They are indeed bunched tightly together on the outside groove. The field accelerates below us. The pace car heads to the pits. We're back to racing. Engines scream up to 8,000 RPMs as they come charging to the line. Rookie driver Milliken leads them down to the stripe. He's in front. Riding second is Bonnet. Third, another rookie driver, Earnhardt, as they ease up to turn one. And again, it's a rush hour charge into the first turn. Cale Yarbrough tried to come up through the gears and get back a lost lap. He was unsuccessful. He is fourth in the draft. Milliken leads them off the second turn. Bonnet is second. Earnhardt is third. Waltrip and Petty. Now the old Bonnet takes to the inside, moves alongside Milliken, sweeps right past him into turn number three. Neil Bonnet still glued down low. He sweeps back in front of Milliken in front. Running second is Milliken. Third is Earnhardt. Fourth, Waltrip. Fifth is Petty. Sixth is, is the Bush beer car. One lap down. That's Cale Yarbrough in seventh, moving up is Al Holbert. In eighth position is Ricky Rudd, ninth to Lenny Pond, Benny Parsons in tenth, Terry Labonte eleventh, and twelfth is Jim Vandiver as they go to turn one. They've done an afternoon worth of racing, and it's not even half over yet. As Bonnet leads Joe Milliken off the second turn, they've got two car lengths on Dale Earnhardt. Petty goes for fourth. Richard Petty trying to move alongside Darrell Waltrip. Petty can't quite muster the horses this time as Waltrip holds him off. They take it single file through the middle groove of turns three and four. Bonnet at the point in front, Milliken second, Earnhardt third. The young drivers who are making their mark in Winston Cup racing ride in the front four positions, and Richard Petty is back in fifth. It's spotted out front. Two rookie drivers ride second and third in front of Mike Joy. Earnhardt sneaks a peek to the outside on Joe Milliken, the two rookie of the year candidates. Battle for second. Milliken looks like he's going for the lead off turn two. He is. Here's Milliken trying to go to the inside of Neil Bonnet. Dale, Dale Earnhardt watching as well. Now Earnhardt moves alongside. Earnhardt takes second place Drop kicks Milliken back to third. That maneuver just backfiring in Milliken's face as he tried to sneak on the inside. Off the corner, Bonnet in front. Earnhardt second, Milliken third. Jackie Root, if you're not here at the race today, the folks at home, I know you can't believe they're running like they are, but they're running nose to tail, and nobody is cracking the throttle as they go back into the south end of the track. Earnhardt looks to the low side on Neil Bonnet, unsuccessful, flips back up in the groove. Six cars lined up nose to tail, with Petty trailing the lead draft. All afternoon long, Dale Earnhardt had been taking a higher groove through turns three and four. Right here as they negotiate the turn, Earnhardt is tucked right in behind Neil Bonnet. They work their way down. As a matter of fact, Earnhardt a bit lower on the track than was Bonnet this time through. Back to the stripe, Bonnet out front as they scoot back into turn number one. Traffic ahead as they move to Mike Joy. They lap by J.D. McDuffie and continue single file. Again, Earnhardt stays about half a car width higher on the racetrack than does Neil Bonnet. Bonnet has been able to plant that car down low, and that's his secret to getting off the turns ahead of his competition. It's still the single file running of Bonnet, Earnhardt, then Milliken here being challenged for third place by Darrell Waltrip. Waltrip trying to sneak underneath Milliken, can't quite muster it here. Tries it again and indeed draws alongside. Exiting turn four, Waltrip battling for third place. Six cars in 
the lead draft as they cross the line. Well, it's been here all afternoon since they dropped the green. Waltrip riding in fourth position right now. And the two front cars have opened up a healthy separation. They're about a second ahead of the third place car, Richard Petty. Bonnet is out front. Earnhardt wants the lead. He's going after it in one. Earnhardt looks to the outside, slips back in behind Bonnet as they enter one. Again, Bonnet in the low groove, swings back up high to protect the lead. Petty and Waltrip have gone by Joe Milliken, but passing him allowed the front two cars to open up about a 20-car length margin. Indeed, down the back straight away. It's going to be a two-race right here as Neil Bonnet leads Dale Earnhardt into turn number three. Earnhardt here in turn three again with that long back shoot chance to set up the car. He's running it down low on the racetrack nicely now, which he hadn't been able to do earlier. Nose to tail, they come across the start-finish line, head back into the south end of the speedway, and they're building a little interval, just a little bit each time around on the third-place car, Richard Petty. Petty and Waltrip are now hooked up in a very tight draft with Waltrip not attempting to go by Petty. They are trying to track down the leaders while Earnhardt looks to the inside of Bonnet off turn two. Earnhardt thought about making a move there, but again, backed himself right behind Neil Bonnet. Bonnet has the domination of the turn, shows it right here as he dives low in turn number three. Earnhardt following him through. Earnhardt right here, content for second place. Darrell Waltrip checks to the inside of Richard Petty in the battle for third and fourth. Well, they stabilize a little bit this time around as the front twosome elect to ride that two-car draft with halfway home. The 200-lap mark just completed last time around for the leader, Neil Bonnet. Earnhardt, bottom of the racetrack on Neil Bonnet. This is the first time Dale Earnhardt has been able to get underneath Bonnet. But going into turn one, both cars swing back up high. Now coming off a of two, lap traffic is ahead, but Earnhardt makes his move to the inside. They're going to be working by Frank Warren as Earnhardt takes to the inside of Neil Bonnet. Down that back shoot, they cork up turn number three. It's going to be Earnhardt squeaking by the race traffic in front. He sweeps in front of Neil Bonnet, who's running second. It's still Petty third and Waltrip fourth off the fourth third. New kid on the block has taken a back seat to no one here this afternoon. Bonnet doesn't want to give up the lead. He goes after it again down in turn one. He has the inside groove. Right back downstairs goes Bonnet into turn one. He makes the car stick and makes it work. Earnhardt is high, stays alongside, puts his foot all the way down and off the second turn. And then larger radius of the high groove. He gets a quicker jump off the turn, and he has Bonnet midway down the back stretch. They whip down the back straightaway. Still door handle to door handle. Now Neil Bonnet steps on him just a bit. He takes a lower groove through turn three and four. Carbon copy of last time through, but here goes Earnhardt again. He looks to slingshot the high side off the fourth turn. Inside groove for Bonnet. Oops, they almost get together at the start-finish line. Door-to-door, dead heat for the lead as they go back to one. They stay locked together side-by-side side into the first turn. Again, Bonnet takes it in deeper, but it's Earnhardt hard off in turn two, and he is going for it. Two car lengths lead over Neil Bonnet in the backstretch. This time, Dale Earnhardt really flexing the muscles, but let's watch Neil Bonnet. He works his way down the back straightaway, closing the interval, and here goes Bonnet diving hard in turn number three. He's slowed down near the apron, but Earnhardt takes a similar groove, and Earnhardt maintains the front spot off the fourth turn. Earnhardt will lead this lap. Neil Bonnet runs in second. Richard Petty is third. Darrell Waltrip is fourth. Joe Milliken posted in fifth position. One lap down is Cale Yarbrough. Ricky Rudd is in seventh. In eighth position is Al Holbert, ninth to Lenny Pond. Benny Parsons is tenth. Terry Labonte is eleventh. Jim Vandiver is twelfth. Thirteenth to Dave Marcus. Buddy Arrington is 14th. J.D. McDuffie being posted in 15th position. Richard Childress, three laps off the pace in 16th spot. Ty Scott, 17th. Grant Adcox in 18th. 19th to Bruce Hill. Bill Dennis was running in the 20th spot, but he has now pulled his car into the garage area, moving into 20th D.K. Ulrich. 24th is the Tommy Gale entry. 20, check that, it'd be 21st. 22nd is Frank Warren in 20. 
third is the Dick May entry. In 24th position is the number 49, and that was Glenn Jarrett. Glenn Jarrett has retired, so that would move the Harry Gantt machine into 26th position and moving, I mean, the 25th and running 26th is Cecil Gordon. That's the way they're running here at Charlotte Motor Speedway. 206 laps are completed, and the World 600 this afternoon, 400 laps will make up the 600 miles. 210 10 laps are complete. 400 laps will make up the World 600 here this afternoon, and for the moment, the race has stabilized a little bit with a leader right now, Earnhardt, showing the way. Neil Bonnet falls back about five car lengths, and I'm sure this is a little planned strategy from Glenn and Leonard Wood. They realize, as Ned Jarrett brought out a moment ago, there's an awful long ways to go in the World 600 yet this afternoon, and they have punished these machines and themselves since they dropped the green early today. Earnhardt across the stripe, eight car lengths out front, riding second, Bonnet. Here comes the third place car, Richard Petty, and fourth is Waltrip. And when you listen to Dale Earnhardt before the race as he gave us his pre-race strategy, you begin to wonder if it's all gone by the boards. 600 miles, you got to, you got to run hard. Oh, these guys got, you know, the equipment's got better, and they, you know, they, the guys running harder now than what they used to, and it's going to be a hard 600 miles run because they're going to run it just as hard as they can go. Uh, I'm looking, you know, to, to sort of run to stay with them and run, run con, uh, competitively there through the race and try to save myself for the last 100 mile or 100 laps. So, and you know, come on in and you know try to do her do her best at the end there. I think maybe he forgot where the last 100 miles come up on the board because he's running so strong. Car number 90, Ricky Rudd, runs seventh, and he's the leader of the underdog division of cars. They're posting some money worth $3,500 to the top underdog here. So special posted awards as part of the World 600. And right now, Rudd is leading in that chase, which would be worth an additional $3,500 to him. Jackie, I'm standing in the pits with Tex Powell, the crew chief on Joe Milliken's car. Tex, what was the reason for the pit stop? Well, we got a vibration in the motor, and it's scary. And I guess maybe we dropped a valve or something. Are you going to try to go on and run? We're going to let him run a few more laps and see how slow he's going and uh, try to make a decision on whether to change motors or not. Okay, so Joe Milliken has lost a cylinder on uh, the appliance wheel Chevrolet. Ned, he is not back up to speed. He is way off the pace, but he's still on the speedway taking the low groove around the racetrack. But there is something definitely awry on that car. They may pull him in, and the word is they could possibly change an engine to try and get him back out here. 213 laps completed the 400 this afternoon of the World 600. Rookie driver has been up front all afternoon. If he hasn't been in the lead, he's been charging for it. He's out there now. That's Dale Earnhardt from Kannapolis. Neil Bonnet is in second position. Richard Petty is third. Daryl Waltrip is fourth. Barney, I'm standing by with Joe Milliken, who is in the garage area. Joe, are they going to change the engine? Yeah, we're going to try to, Ned. I guess we dropped the valve in the car, and we want to try to get back out there. Well, you were running exceptionally well. Had to feel pretty good about it as long as it was going. Yeah, the car was running real good, and I hope to get back out there and run some more. Well, that's Joe Milliken, and still working on the Hodgson Ford T-Bird of Bobby Allison is the Bud Moore crew. They have the engine back in it, and it looks like they might be about five minutes away from getting it fired. So important is winning the Winston Cup Point Championship to the drivers on the trail this year. They elect to change engines. We've seen that so many times in Cale Yarborough and his quest for three national driving titles that he put back-to-back -back in the last three years. This year, he's had more problems probably than any driver on the circuit, and he's having a few problems this afternoon. He's currently showing in fifth position a lap off the pace with the front runners. With 220 laps now on the board, the leader continues to be rookie driver Dale Earnhardt. Just a magnificent 
run for him today. Neil Bonnet, for the moment, has decided to just give him his head and let him go back out of the pace a little bit. As they go back to Mike Joy, it looks like they're just going to ride that way a while, Mike. Bonnet is still working low on the bottom of the track, but he's not putting the pressure on. One driver that is moving up is Richard Petty. He has narrowed the gap considerably between his third-place position and Neil Bonnet and the Pure Later Mercury. They are less than a second apart in the back stretch. Earnhardt still showing the way. Bonnet riding second. Petty is third. Waltrip is fourth. And they are the front four. They are in the lead lap, showing in fifth position. Cale Yarborough a lap off the pace. Starting him into fifth with Jake Elder. Jake, we talked to you an hour or so ago, and you said Dale was running a little bit too hard. What are your thoughts now? Still running too hard. Would you like to see him back off a little bit? Yeah, I'd like to, because if he keeps running like that, there ain't no way the car's going to last. Have you talked to him about it on the radio? Yeah. He don't listen? Good. Okay, he says that he's talked to him about it, but apparently the car is feeling so well that he just wants to run out front. Well, he's doing that, Ned. Right now, he has even lengthened his separation over the second-place car, Neil Bonnet, to Mike Joy. Lap traffic has provided that difference, Barney. Neil Bonnet had trouble negotiating around Terry Labonte and Ty Scott. That has allowed the STP Chevrolet of Richard Petty to close right onto the back bumper of the second-place car. Indeed, it's just a half a car lane differential right now as Richard Petty and Neil Bonnet both dive into turn number three. Bonnet, as he has been, running a bit lower than Richard Petty. Now they take the identical groove midway through the Speaking of grooves, that groove seems to be moving up down to the south end of the track in one and two. We notice that all the front runners are running a little bit higher. No question, Barney. Neil Bonnet is a lane higher than he was, and he was right down on the track apron. Richard Petty in the middle of turns one and two is just about kissing the wall each time by, but they're running about the same speed because Petty, running higher, is faster going off the turn. Leader up in turn three continues to be Dale Earnhardt. And you heard the word from the garage area a moment ago as Ned Jarrett was talking with crew chief J.C. Elder. Jake would like him to slow down. But Earnhardt does not want to break the pace. The car is working perfectly for him this afternoon. Apparently, it's comfortable to ride out there. And he will just not come out of the throttle as he scoots back into number one, pulling Neil Bonnet by about a second and a half. And Barney, now I'm standing in the pit with Junior Johnson, who I'm sure would like to see that Bush Hosemobile run a little bit faster. Junior, that car is not running quite up to par for it. Uh, it don't seem to be running down the straightaway dead uh, like it should. And Kale uh, says it don't handle it like it should either. So I guess the combination of it not running on through the corners is hurting it on the straightaway. So, uh, you know, it just... It's just a not the right combination today for some reason. Do you wish at this point that you would have decided to bring the Monte Carlo that ran so well for you last week at Dover? Well, I don't think we would be any better off with the switch to the Monte Carlo because the car don't seem to be running the straightaways as good as it should. So uh, the, the body style on the O's should help it on the straightaways. So, you know, it's, it's just a toss-up, I think. Okay, that's Junior Johnson. is still in there struggling, though, and running in fifth position. Ned, if he's still standing by there, you might ask Junior. He's one of the best car builders in the business. If, as Jake Elder said a moment ago, they continue to run the pace they've been, will these cars last? Junior, they've been setting a tremendous pace out here all afternoon. Can they last running that hard all day? Well, it's hard to say. I'd say they can because most of the boys have got pretty good, you know, engine combinations right now. Uh, the pace is pretty strong, but I, I'll say they'll one or two of them make it. 
That's the voice of Junior Johnson. He should know. He builds some of the best race cars in the business. At Charlotte Motor Speedway, 228 laps are complete in the 400-lap World 600. Earnhardt is leading. Second is Neil Bonnet. Third is Richard Petty. Fourth is Darrell Waltrip. And a lap off the pace in fifth position is Cale Yarborough in the Bush Oldsmobile. At the Charlotte Motor Speedway, those pit stops we were talking about beginning to take place, 250 laps on the board, and on pit road is Neil Bonnet. A scheduled pit stop for Bonnet to go to the right side to change those tires, and they'll, of course, fill it up with gasoline while they're in. This is only the second time today, I believe, Bonnet, that they've stopped under the green. They've been able to make those stops under caution here to four. Well, with six caution flags having been displayed, make that seven this afternoon in the race. They've had Barney, this is a lengthy stop for the Purolator Mercury, and they were going to the right rear, and they are underneath the car. We'll dispatch Ned Jarrett there to find out from Glenn Wood, Glenn Wood just what the problem is. He's away, but it's a lengthy one, 33 and 4 tenths seconds. Very costly stop for Neil Bonnet. Whether there's a problem on the car or what the situation is, Ned Jarrett will update us shortly. Here he goes back onto the track, but he has lost a lot of ground to the front runners. Earnhardt is still in front. Riding second is Richard Petty. Waltrip is third and Neil Bonnet has lost a lap as he drops back to fourth position. Cale Yarborough is fifth. Dale Earnhardt comes across the stripe to complete the 253rd circuit here, a 400 schedule, and he continues to lengthen his advantage over a fast-fading Richard Petty. Petty is losing ground. Barney Hall and the pit stops now will become extremely important. Well, they'll all be coming in very shortly. Ned Jarrett is making his way now to the Glenwood crew to find out what the problem was on Neil Bonnet's car. 252 laps are complete. Rookie driver showing the way here this afternoon, and that has been the story in the World 600. The phenomenal run of Dale Earnhardt. His and here comes chief, Earnhardt in a pit road. His crew chief wants him to slow down, and here's Earnhardt pitting car number two. A routine pit stop for the J.C. Elder crew on the Austerlin machine. The Monte Carlo is on pit road. Cecil Gordon is in and out of the pits. Bruce Hill's machine moving back onto the track as pit stops. And we see Neil Bonnet still not up to racing speed. Jackie Root heading up into turn three. He is not going at full song. It looks as if he's going to come back into the pits. Earnhardt is away in 14 and 8 10 seconds as Neil Bonnet brings his car back to the assistance of the Wood Brothers. And Allison is smoking coming off the number four corner, Jackie. Bobby Allison, who changed the engine on the car, tried to get it back in the race, and there is a great deal of smoke out of his car, Mike Joy. He is smoking quite a bit in turn one, Barney, as we've seen happen many times before. A driver will lose an engine, and they'll get some parts in the oil lines or oil cooler, and when they go back out, they can ruin a good engine that way. And now the hood has gone up on the Purolator Mercury. Ned Jarrett is pit side standing by. We'll check and see exactly what the problem is. We're making our way to Glenwood. Glenn, what's wrong with the car? Not sure, but some have to probably dropped a valve. No, it looks like the engine is gone now in that car number 21. Is he going to park it? It just started missing, but I didn't decide what it was. Are you going to park it and not try to repair it? Yeah, we won't go back out. Okay, Darrell Walker was just in for his schedule. Pit stop here is Benny Parsons in also, so it's pit stop time, but the Purolator Mercury out of the race. 14 and 1 tenth seconds to stop on the... Gatorade Chevrolet for Daryl Waltrip, who now runs in the second position. So they're pushing the Purolator Mercury back to the garage area. After a great run here this afternoon for Neil Bonnet, he had raced everyone all the way up through the front pack. It led a great number of laps, but they're taking him to the garage area. It's all today. Barney, let Bonnet. me have you back here for just a moment, and I'll ask Leonard Wood. Leonard, did you feel the tremendous pace that they were setting out there this afternoon might have been a little bit too much for it? No, I wasn't, Ed. It just, uh, I think it dropped the valve. 
Okay, that's Leonard Wood, the crew chief on that car. Well, they said last week up at Dover, Delaware, Ned, that they felt like they had found their engine problems. They had lost four or five. They've lost more engines this year than they had in about a five-year period, I mean, and they thought they had found the problem, but not, such is not the case here today at Charlotte Motor Speedway. With 256 laps completed of the 400-lap chase in the World 600, Richard Petty is now the leader in the STP Chevrolet. Dale Earnhardt is second, and Waltrip is being posted as a third-place car. And he is one lap off the pace. Darrell Waltrip in the Diegard Gatorade machine looks and sees Richard Petty directly in front of him, and that's the difference between being a lap ahead and a lap down. They come across the stripe with Petty out front. Now, remember, Petty is yet to present his STP Chevrolet on pit road. Crew chief Maurice Petty and Dale Lindman, his brother, his cousin, are standing by, and the STP crew will have to do their tune, the high-speed ballet on pit road, very shortly. This is the second time this afternoon that they have had to pit under green. With seven caution flags, they've been able to make the pit stops. Takes a little pressure off the crews, and they're waiting for Richard Petty on pit road right now. We see the crew coming out. They've put the pit board out, and here comes Petty out of turn four, diving out of pit road in the STP Chevrolet, and they'll go to work on his machine. Let's go to Ned Jarrett. While they're coming in for that regular pit stop, I'm standing by with Herman Alban, who builds the engines on Joe Milliken's car. Herman, you decided not to change the engine. Yeah, we just decided just a few minutes ago not to, Ned. We dropped the valve first and thought we could make a few more laps and try to finish. But the, but the race is over, half over, and it would be hard for us to get back in fast enough to try to make up any more time. At least that's the way we felt. As far as the engines were concerned, we're going to be a little short anyhow going out on the West Coast. Okay, and Richard Petty has made his pit stop and is back in the running. And he's back in the running to the tune of 14 and 8 tenths seconds. That was the stop for the STP crew. Dave Marcus looks like his car. I'm, uh, I believe it's Dave Marcus because there are two cars identical here today, right. the car number zero. But Marcus is coasting slowly over into turn three in front of Eli Gold. He is indeed, Barney. It's another tough break for that Shoney's car. Dave Marcus, as has been said about other drivers other times, if it wasn't for bad luck, there'd be no luck at all. And Dave Marcus is now coming to a, just about a complete stuff in the grassy area of the apron inside of turn three. This might bring out a caution flag if Marcus cannot nurse the car out under the grass because he is at the bottom of the racetrack and from here we can't tell whether he's out on the apron of the track the or whether he is The caution is on being displayed to the field. Caution is being shown and this will be what, Barney Hall? The eighth, eighth caution, caution flag of the, of the afternoon. Right, the car is somewhat on the racing surface, Barney. Got about half the car into the grass but the right side of the car does sit on the paved area. Eighth caution comes out. Richard Petty in the STP Chevrolet as well as Dale Earnhardt in the Osterlin Racing Team entry. Now, those are the two drivers that are being posted on the same lap, and now Darrell Waltrip has made up his lap, so there'll be three cars in the lead lap. Running in the fourth spot will be Cale Yarborough, one lap down, and then two laps down is Benny Parsons in the fifth position. As the World 600 goes back to green at the 266th lap, Richard Petty presents his STP Chevrolet out front of the pack. Again, Richard Petty, he works it through turn three, takes the lower side. Dale Earnhardt, he rides three quarters of the way up the turn as he has been most of the afternoon of late. Richard Petty, back to the line in front. Petty leads him across the start-finish line. Earnhardt, Waltrip ride door-to-door -door with Benny Parsons directly ahead, trying to stay in the same lap with him. They scoot under him down in turn one. Petty was in and out of the pits quickly. That gave him the lead. Earnhardt has moved around. Lenny Parsons, who's a lap or two down. Now Daryl Waltrip moves around. Parsons, front three, down the back stretch. As Richard Petty continues to show the way, Daniel Earnhardt tries to make a move right here. He draws alongside. Earnhardt just puts the pedal to the metal, goes down low. He's got first place in control. Richard Petty running second. 
second. Waltrip now tightening up that three-car draft in front. Dale Earnhardt impressing more than 130,000 race fans as he takes the old veteran Richard Petty, places him back in second spot. They go back to one. Petty had a look on the low side entering one, but he has run up high all day long and does so again at turn one. They remain single file out of two. About a car length separate each of Earnhardt, Petty, and Waltrip. This time as they work down the back straightaway, Richard Petty does not make a move. He just tucks himself behind Dale Earnhardt. They take their lines identical with the exception of Darrell Waltrip. Waltrip goes down low in turn number four. He draws alongside Richard Petty in the final for second place. They began to race like they did the first 300 miles. Here they come, back to the stripe. Earnhardt in front. Waltrip trying to pressure Richard Petty a little bit for the number two spot. He's one car length back. Earnhardt has a two car length lead as they lap by Tommy Gale. Petty brings the STP Chevrolet way up high towards the wall in one. Snakes it back down in two. Er, uh, Waltrip lines himself up on Petty's bumper for the run down the back stretch. Darrell Waltrip trying to make a move. He draws a beat on Richard Petty's automobile as they go up the banking. Darrell Waltrip draws not even inches apart from himself and Richard Petty. They work through turn number four. Earnhardt a bit higher than the rest, but it's the same running order off the turn. Barney Hall, as we watch Dale Earnhardt run, it becomes very reminiscent of the year when David Pearson came here, an unheralded driver and a rookie, in his, and he came and he won the World 600. What was that, the, the second year they, they hosted the World 600? 1961, the second race here for David Pearson, and right now Earnhardt continues to show his rear bumper to Richard Petty and Darrell Waltrip, and Petty, who had put a little pressure on Earnhardt a moment ago, he can't afford to put too much because Waltrip's pressing him so hard to take over the number two spot, Mike Joy, he has to watch both ends of the car. True, Barney. There was a bit of separation, but Petty has had to move right back up on Earnhardt's tail to hold off the pressures of Darrell Waltrip. They're in the back stretch heading for Eli Gold. It's going to be Darrell Waltrip on the inside, sweeping convincingly underneath Richard Petty in the spot number two. It's going to be that middle groove as they cut turns three and four right down the center. Identical lines back to the start. One lap down in fourth position is Cale Yarbrough. Ricky Rudd holds on two laps down in fifth spot. Sixth spot goes to Benny Parsons. Terry Labonte is seventh, eighth is Al Holbert, then three laps down is Lenny Pond in ninth, and Jim Vandiver is tenth. The average speed, Barney Hall, 132.365 miles per hour. Well, when they dropped the green to put them back to racing speed a moment ago after the eighth caution flag of the afternoon, there were 21 cars who took the green, so we have lost, what, 19 cars this afternoon. The attrition rate beginning to tell. We're far past halfway home. 275 laps are completed. The 400-lap World 600 this afternoon. Here's Earnhardt. Now, Petty tried him for a while, tried to scoot around him, couldn't do it, settles for third position for the moment. Let's see what Waltrip can do with him down in the south end of the speedway. Barney, all of the three of these cars have been running well up in the high lane. Only Neil Bonnet, when he was on the track, was able to run the low groove with any success. So I don't think a move will be made here at this end of the track. They've been single file through here the last five or ten laps. But I'll tell you, here in turns three and four, is in indeed an area that Darrell Waltrip has been bouncing around. He tries it again. In a turn three, he tries to tuck himself underneath Dale Earnhardt. This time, Waltrip has some running room. He pulls alongside, door handle to door handle, but Earnhardt steps on the button again. Waltrip looks for the tube on the inside, and it's Cecil Gordon, one of the lap traffic cars that pulls almost off out of the apron to give Waltrip room. They are hub to hub in one. Dale Earnhardt tried to pull the box around. Cecil Gordon couldn't do it, but up in turn two, Waltrip has to go to the high lane, and Earnhardt holds the lead off of turn two by three car lengths over Waltrip and Petty. Again, every 
time into turn three. It's Darrell Waltrip looking to tuck himself underneath. This time as they again split the turns right down the middle. It's Darrell Waltrip trying to peek down low. This time there's no way to make a move. So he tucks himself again behind Earnhardt and a single file. A choo-choo train rumbles to the start-finish line again with Earnhardt in front. Second place to Darrell Waltrip. Richard Petty is in third. Then one lap down is Cale Yarbrough, and he's beginning to be closed by Benny Parsons, who is in the fourth spot. But remember, Parsons is two laps down. In the fifth position is, and check that, in sixth position, they're now posting Ricky Rudd. Lenny Pond would be shown in seventh. And Barney Hall, you had a chance to ask Darrell Waltrip, with the World 600, is there a point in the race where you begin to feel worn out? Well, what I find... Uh... In any long race, uh, Barney, is a deal where if you're in the race, it doesn't seem that long. If you're right up there racing with the lead and uh, your car's running pretty good and everything's going kind of routine, the race doesn't seem 600 miles long. If your car's handling bad and you're struggling and you're not really racing anybody, you're just kind of riding around and, uh, you know, 200 miles is too far. The voice of Darrell Waltrip, who applies a little pressure to the rookie driver, Dale Earnhardt, can't do a thing with him, and he just for the moment comes out of the throttle and rides about two car lengths back as they work the number three turn with Earnhardt in front, Waltrip riding second, Petty is third. Now, those three are in the lead lap, but as Jackie Root told you a moment ago, Cale Yarborough is fourth, but he is a lap off the pace. The fifth-place car is two laps down, Benny Parsons. They're back at one. Dale Earnhardt leads them again to the turn one. And as we said, Barney, all three of these cars are running up near the top of the racetrack. Waltrip tried Earnhardt twice at this end, got down to the bottom going in, but had to go up and hunt for the high lane to come off the turn. And Earnhardt is able to pick his own groove, but he's staying up near the high side of the racetrack. Down the back straightaway, Richard Petty has been trying to make a move to close it on Darrell Waltrip. But in turn number three, Waltrip again dives down low. They float back up into the groove at single file off the fourth turn. Well, we've talked about how... Handling is so critical here at Charlotte Motor Speedway. This is definitely a handling racetrack. Barney, the Lenny Pond car coming first, turn three and four. The right center area fluffing in the wind. Now we see the black flag as we look back to your position being displayed. Consultation flag has been displayed to Lenny Pond and the Ken Cole mining efforts as they go into turn one. For those of you that have just joined us here on the American Broadcasting Company's coverage of the World 600, at the drop of the green flag, it was Richard Petty battling with Buddy Baker, Donnie Allison, Dale Earnhardt. We've got a challenge for the lead, Jackie, in turn number four. Darrell Waltrip does go underneath Dale Earnhardt, and it's going to be a track race for the line. Here they come, exactly a dead heat at the stripe, but at the line it will be Earnhardt by just about a half a car length, and they're not cracking the throttle in one. And the question is, can Waltrip stay on the bottom of the racetrack? No, he has to back out of it, swing back up in the high groove at turn one and run second. So out of turn two, it is Earnhardt, Waltrip, and Petty. As we were saying in the early going, it was a seesaw for the front ten positions, but then things began to settle down after a couple of caution periods and all of a sudden Lenny Pond of the 110th lap found himself leading over Richard Petty, Darrell Waltrip, Dale Earnhardt and Neil Bonnet. Then of course Allison and Baker were KO'd from competition. They were the two of the front runners to be first retirees. Bonnet then continued to lead from the 120th to the 140th circuit when Darrell Waltrip became your new leader. Joe Milliken led for a while at the 150th circuit and then it was Waltrip and Petty and Bonnet and Dale Earnhardt and Bobby Allison as well as Benny Parsons C sawing back and forth right up until about the halfway mark. At 210 laps, it became a Dale Earnhardt show with Neil Bonnet in close pursuit until Bonnet retired later in the race with engine problems. From then on, since the 250th circuit to now, the 
83rd. It has been the Dale Earnhardt Show with Richard Petty running in close pursuit, Darrell Waltrip as well. They continue to black flag Lenny Pond's car, trying to get him off the racetrack. As we said, there's a huge piece of sheet metal flapping in the breeze up in that right front fender area. Bobby Allison, Benny Parsons, and Cale Yarborough back off and let him go because it continues to dangle out there as they work turn one again. Pond's car staying in front of that one group of machinery. When he was involved in the crash up in turn four early in the race, it damaged the right side of the car, and now the welds on that fender have broken loose, allowing it to flap around. Bobby Allison will try to go by him in the backstretch, but won't want to get too close. 284 laps are in the book here at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Earnhardt leads, Waltrip second, Petty is third. Barney, Lenny Pond finally made that pit stop. They cut away about half of the right front fender on him and sent him on his way. So neat. Lenny Pond, who has had more than his share of rough breaks this year also, who landed that ride, has to make an unscheduled pit stop. It's going to cost him a lot of distance. And if Waltrip continues to chew away at Dale Earnhardt, trying to get the lead away, but Mike Joy, this youngster, is giving no ground to anyone. He is not Barney, and he is consistent, but Waltrip is nibbling away at the yellow paint on Earnhardt's back bumper as they hit free like gold. Indeed, each time through the turn here, Darrell Waltrip comes perilously close to the rear deck of the Dale Earnhardt car. Right now, it's about a car length of a disadvantage for Waltrip, he looks to go to the downstairs again, and again has a tuck himself behind Earnhardt. Waltrip trying to apply a little pressure to the rookie driver, Dale Earnhardt. He's tried him on the outside, and now he's got to peek down to the inside and won. They're alongside. Waltrip had the move underneath, but again, he's not been able to stick the car on the bottom of the racetrack and has to slide back up in the high groove in turn two behind Dale Earnhardt. He gets a swing off the second turn and trails Earnhardt by two car lengths. Down the back straightaway is not the area we see the move being made, but right now as they go up that banking, again, the nose of Darrell Waltrip's car points downward, but yet again, there's no relenting from the power that we've seen from Dale Earnhardt. Waltrip can get a look up front to take the lead, but that's as far as he can do. He's had a car length up there, about a half a car length on Earnhardt a couple of times. Just no way he can take the lead as Dale leads him back into the south end of the track. Waltrip, one car length behind, 292 laps. Shortly, we'll be coming up on the 300-lap mark with 100 laps to go here in the World 600 this afternoon. Earnhardt is the leader. Waltrip rides second. Petty is third, and Richard Petty is way off the pace. Well, not really way off the pace. Let's put him about four seconds behind the first and second place cars, and perhaps Petty elects to pace himself. One lap down of fourth position is Cale Yarborough. Two laps down will be the 27 of Buddy Arrington as they come to the stripe. The battle for the lead is enjoined again in turn one. Lap traffic coming up, and Waltrip has chosen to make his move. He is underneath Earnhardt, but again, he has to back out of it at the first turn and slide back up in the high groove. They'll go up against lap traffic in the backstretch. Single file, Earnhardt leading. Two, two laps off the pace is, be, is Benny Parsons' entry. Ricky Rudd is sixth. In seventh position is Terry Labonte. Al Holbert is in eighth. Ninth spot, five laps down is Jim Vandiver. Lenny Pond now six laps off the pace in tenth position. The Russ Togs entry of Ty Scott is eleventh. Richard Childress is twelfth. Buddy Arrington is thirteenth. Grant Adcox and the Adcox Kirby Chevrolet is fourteenth. And J.D. McDuffie is fifteenth, Barney. Well, that battle continues and Waltrip has taken the lead from Dale Earnhardt in front of Mike Joy. Walter made the move while they lapped D.K. Ulrich, and it gave him the lead. He could not beat Earnhardt in a turn one when they were running side by side. Had D. 
to use the lap traffic, and as they move past Buddy Arrington in the backstretch, Waltrip leads Earnhardt by a car length. And now Darryl, Dale Earnhardt trying to make a move, but Darrell Waltrip points it down low, and it's interesting if we can point out here that Darrell Waltrip the last few times by has been experimenting. Where could he make his move to get by Dale Earnhardt and race for the line? When he finally did appropriate the lead, it was almost directly into the entrance of turn number three. Waltrip wasted no time. He went right for the lead, did not wait for the slingshot move, and it's paid off thus far. Two Monte Carlos, duel for the lead in the World 600 here this afternoon, and Jackie Root, many of the drivers feel the Monte Carlo is the best race car today, and Darrell Waltrip is one of those. Yeah, I have to be honest with you, if they ever build a race car any better than a Monte Carlo, uh, I hope I'm still around to drive it. They're, uh, they're exceptional uh, racing machines. Uh, they weren't built to be, but they, they are. They adapt to the super speedways, the short tracks, road courses. They're just... Uh, they're the easiest race car that I've ever fooled with as far as setting the car up and making it drive well and making it comfortable for 500 miles. There are cars that are faster, and there are cars that are more aerodynamically suited to bigger racetracks. There will never be a car more comfortable than a Monte Carlo. 301 laps are now complete in the World 600, and we were talking about the Goodies Headache Award, and my vote went to Dave Marcus. Who were you picking? You know, Barney, I'm just not sure yet. I think the fella, I'm going to wait and see. If Dale Earnhardt does not win this thing after the way he's run, I would cast my ballot for Dale Earnhardt if I had a ballot. $250 being posted by the goodies headache people for the man that experiences the biggest headache. If he does win, I think I might just cast it for Jake Elder because he's got to have a huge headache sitting on pit road. You've heard him tell us, tell Ned Jarrett, he's not at all happy with the way Earnhardt's driving this race. Jackie, I'm standing by with Buddy Parrott. Buddy, the car seems to be running better now than it did before. Did you do something on that last pit stop? Well, Ned, we just put on four different uh, uh, different tires. Uh, not different tires. They're uh, 37, 38s. Uh, good year recommendation. But uh, the, the set we had on before, the stagger must have been a little different or wrong in it, and it made the car push real bad. Hey, that's Buddy Parrott. Says that the new tires on the car is working better for them, and... and Darrell Waltrip up front as a result. Well, he's getting a good bite coming out of that fourth corner. That's where he's made his move all afternoon to try and grab the lead, and that's where he took it a moment ago. And he leads Dale Earnhardt by just one car leg as they scoot back into the number one corner. Earnhardt, whether he's content to ride back in that second spot or not, Waltrip not giving any, any breathing room at all here at Charlotte Motor Speedway. It'll be interesting to see when Ned Jarrett goes to the STP Richard Petty crew chief, Maurice Petty, to see if maybe Richard is just laying back now to run it out to the final hundred miles or if problems have begun to develop on the STP Chevrolet as well. Well, there will be more pit stops coming up very shortly. I think most of them pitted around the 254 255 lap mark, so they've completed about 50-some laps since that point. Let's go to Ned Jarrett. Barney, I'm in the pits with Dale Inman. Dale, he seems to have slowed down a little bit. Richard said the car is pushing right now, Ned. I don't know where his screws got slick or whether we've got a set of tires on. It's not working as, what, as good as what they have all day, but right now the car is pushing. That's the reason we've slowed down it's like we have. And Darrell made a big chassis change on his. They must crank 40 rounds of wedge in the last time, so he's running real strong right now. So uh, we really need a caution, but we don't need to be the one to cause it. Okay, that's Dale Inman saying that they need uh, to make some adjustments on that car, but maybe, Barney, he's having the same problem that Waltrip was. Now, those tires are all supposed to be the same, but when they come out, they'll come out a little difference in size, and just a quarter of an inch difference in circumference can make a tremendous difference in the way that the car handles. And when he was talking about, Buddy Parrott was talking about the stagger a moment ago, that's what he was talking about, that the circumference on one tire would be bigger than 
on another. And they measure those things, especially the tires that they have ready in the pits that they would use in an event. But most of these drivers and crews have mounted extra tires here this afternoon, and they don't have time to do all of that during the race. So it's a, sort of a hit or miss type of a situation. When they put them on there, you'll get a set that'll run better, and then the next set might not run quite as good. And as we work the final 150 miles, as you survey down from the start-finish line, the entrance into the trioval area here, it looks like they've dug a gully. The dirt has been kicked up as they've tucked the left front wheel right off the pavement, lap after lap, your leaders have. I had a chance to ask Richard Petty just why a driver would put one wheel down under the grass here at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Well, what you try to do is just run it just as straight as you can down through there. And, uh, you know, when we go out and practice and stuff, you don't mind cutting the wheel and all that. But had you run three or 400 miles, you, you don't want to cut no more than you have to. So what you do is sort of aim it then. And, uh, you know, you come off the number four corner. If you make this the slight miscalculation time, you run 200 yards, you're out in the dirt. A contest for the lead out of turn number two. Let's go to Mike Joy. Dale Earnhardt got underneath Daryl Walter, but coming up out of turn two, they moved to lap by the John Kennedy car. Earnhardt came up the racetrack, and Walter had to either back out of the throttle or get pinned against the wall. Earnhardt has the lead. Out of turn number four, Daryl Walter looks to go downstairs, and it's going to try it this way to the line. Earnhardt crowded him a little bit going out of that number two corner, just pressured Waltrip, put him in the high groove and grabbed the lead, and here goes Waltrip right back after it, dialing one. He looks underneath him, Mike, there's nowhere to go. No, and he's still not handling on the bottom of the racetrack. Waltrip is not, that is. He's had to come back up high in turn two and try to draft by Earnhardt going down the back straightaway. Last time Darrell Waltrip went for the lead, he made his move and correctly entering turn number three. As they enter three right now, that's what Waltrip does. He wastes no real estate. He goes down low. Earnhardt goes up high, and Waltrip has the lead yet again. He seems to have found the spot on the racetrack. Well, they swapped that lead back and forth between the two young drivers on the Winston Cup circuit. Waltrip is out front, Earnhardt rides in second, and Jackie Rudy seems awfully strong at the north end of the track and turns three and four. Waltrip does. We had a chance to ask him how much difference there was between the north and south end of this track. Well, you got a problem going into one. Uh, you've got a big dip going into one. Actually, it's a, a hump. You actually come up over a hump, and the car then just sort of sails down into the first turn. Uh, it almost feels like it wants to get airborne. And if you're running low on the racetrack, you experience this more than you do once the groove moves up a little and you go in above the hump. Uh, turn three and four, you get in there real nice into three. It's a little rougher. It's been patched and it's been worked on over the years and uh, it's a little rougher. And what you got to really watch for here as much as anything is coming off of four where you don't get into that outside retaining wall. Uh, the car really is moving through that turn fast and it has a tendency to really go for that wall. And it's a bump there right at the wall, right at the edge of the wall. And it really creates some problems for you sometimes. So uh, the track has a lot of areas on it that you have to be aware of and adjust to. Well, Waltrip leads Dale Earnhardt as they come out of turn four once again, completing the 311th circuit, running in third and fading quickly with an ill-handling STP Chevrolet as Richard Petty. One lap down in fourth position is Cale Yarbrough. Two laps down in the fifth spot is Benny Parsons. Ricky Rudd holding on tenaciously to sixth position, seventh spot to Terry Labonte, eighth position to Al Holbert, ninth to Lenny Pond, five laps off the pace. In tenth position is Jim
Jim Vandiver. Ty Scott runs 11th. 12th to Richard Childress in the CRC Chemicals Machine. And 13th is Martinsville, Virginia's Buddy Arrington in the Reed Trailer Sales Dodge. 311 laps are on the board. 400 laps make up the World 600 this afternoon as we're getting down to the final 140 miles in the World 600. It continues to be Waltrip out front. Earnhardt second, Petty is third now. Those three cars are in the same lap. Back in fourth position, a lap off the pace is Cale Yarbrough. Fourth, correction, fifth is Benny Parsons, and he is two laps now. An interesting situation is developing here at Charlotte Motor Speedway as we get down to the final laps in the World 600 this afternoon. Daryl Waltrip stretching his fuel, his crew chief, Buddy Parrott, keeping him on the racetrack. Now, everybody else is pitted, and uh, talking to Ned Jarrett and just an observation here in the tower, Jackie, from, from what everybody else has run all day, it looks like everybody else is going to have to stop again. If Daryl can make this pit stop and go the distance and the car hangs together, he almost has a lock at winning. Well, he's coming in right now, Barney Hall. The, the Gatorade team are ready for him. They know that he was running very close on gas. Then they're going to recalculate and see if he can go the rest of the way. Well, it's going to put him as he pits on lap 332. He's going to have a long ways to go, and it's going to cut it awfully close. Let's go back to Ned Jarrett. He's coming down pit road right now. The crew ready to go to work on that car, and it is a regular pit stop. They change the right side tires and fill it up with gasoline. Walter wanted him a drink of Gatorade while he was sitting there relaxing, if you can call that, relaxing about 14 or 15 seconds while you concentrate on getting back out on the track. They're working feverishly on it. We're standing right beside the car. He's down and away. It was a 17 and 2 tenths second pit stop. Good There's stop a, for Walter, Jackie. And he's trying to hold on to the lead as he goes up through the gearbox into turn number one in front of Mike Joy, looking for Dale Earnhardt. There's a problem down here, Jackie. Harry Gant is not getting up to speed. They have only high gear in Gant's car, and he's been slipping the clutch out of the pits. He may have burned it up and may not be able to get around, but now he Gant is moving down the backstretch, although slowly, and he will not have to stop between one and two here and bring out a caution. Trouble, like down trouble in, in turn one. It is. Bruce Hill, who has spun his Oldsmobile down into turn number one. Great clouds of smoke as he came out of the trioval, it looked to erupt an engine and the oil got on the tires down at turn one. He spun it up the groove and came quickly down to the track apron. Caution is out. That will be the ninth caution of the afternoon as we come close to the record set back in 1965 of 11 cautions. Pace car begins to build some distance between himself and Daryl Walter on the high side in turn number three. Indeed, Daryl Walter, he takes the outside groove with Dale Earnhardt running second, Richard Petty running third. Those three cars on the lead lap as we're back to green and racing. The pace car wastes no time in getting out of the way because we're coming down to the final laps of the World 600. Waltrip up through the gears, heads down into one. He's out front by half a car length. Riding in second spot, Earnhardt Petty is third. 56 laps to go as the leaders are nose to tail. They run through the speedy drive out in turn number one. A bit gingerly off that second turn. Petty looks to the bottom of the racetrack on Earnhardt. Petty is going for second. As Darrell Waltrip runs away, Richard Petty tries to make a challenge on Earnhardt for second place, but no luck there. It's the pedal to the metal for Dale Earnhardt. He appropriates second spot. Richard Petty stays down low on the racetrack. He runs third. Right now, as they come back to the line, Waltrip stretches his lead. He's 15 car lengths ahead of the rookie driver, Earnhardt. But Richard Petty is working on Dale Earnhardt for that second spot. Petty went to the outside out of the trioval. Earnhardt came up to cover the spot. At turn one, all three leaders come in in the high groove. Waltrip swings it down low out of turn two. They are single file. Waltrip leads by 10 car lengths. Will Richard Petty try a move this time as he closes in again on Dale Earnhardt? Nothing happens this time down the back, shooting up to turn number three. It's 
it's going to be Waltrip hanging down low on the racetrack, and she's been working well down there, despite everybody else floating up in the groove just a bit. Well, they have been at it for just about four hours here at the Charlotte Motor Speedway in the World 600. Waltrip, make that eight car lengths this time. Earnhardt riding second, Petty third as we go into the final laps here in the World 600 this afternoon. Those three cars are in the lead lap now. We're off the pace, two laps behind in fourth position is Cale Yarborough. Benny Parsons is fifth. He is two laps down. They work the back shoot and head for three. As Richard Petty again closes in on Dale Earnhardt, he decides to just hang right in there, get the ride off the draft, and it's going to be Darrell Waltrip leading them the way he clings again down low. It's going to be Earnhardt and Petty splitting the turn right down the middle as they ride one group higher. Across the start finish line. Waltrip looks awfully strong as we get down to the fading miles in the World 600. Ned Jarrett, I think Dale Inman told you they look like they cranked in 40 rounds of wedge in the car. Whatever they did, it's working. Yes, it is, Barney. They did not do anything to the STP Chevrolet excepting put on four new tires and fill it up with gasoline. I was a little surprised, but I guess they figured that Putting on a new set of tires, maybe they'd hit the right combination with it. Well, Petty tries for a challenge for second place. He goes down low on Dale Earnhardt. And Richard Petty, is he going to step on the button? He does. Coming off number four turn, it's going to be a track race. Well, Jackie, they can't afford to race door-to-door very long because if they do, Waltrip will stretch his lead even further. Well, they've got to deal the cards out, though, in this last 100 miles. And Daryl Waltrip holds the deck as they go to turn one. All this speedy dry at turn one has not helped Petty. It's taken the high groove away where that oil dry has settled. He's been having to run a little lower than he would have liked to before the caution, and he stays on the bumper of Earnhardt. Despite being the two-car draft with Earnhardt and Petty, Darrell Waltrip, by virtue of being able to run so far down on the racetrack, is maintaining his advantage right now as Waltrip moves around some race traffic going by Tommy Gale. It's Earnhardt running second, Petty running third. As they dropped the green and went back to green a moment ago, there were 22 cars running on the speedway going into this last 70 miles in the World 600. It's Waltrip all the way right now. He's 25 car lengths ahead of Earnhardt. Riding third is Richard Petty as they try to overhaul the leader, Darrell Waltrip, down the backstretch and heading for Eli Gold. Darrell Waltrip returned this trick last year as he won his first and only race here at the Charlotte Motor Speedway. He again takes the lower side through. Dale Earnhardt looking for his first win at Charlotte and Richard Petty looking for his fourth. That's the running order. Well, they say it's a handling racetrack, and right now, Darrell Waltrip has found the handle on the Gatorade car, and he's beginning to take the groove down a little bit, and that would indicate that the car is working better than anybody else, Mike Joy. He is moving down about half a lane here in turn one, Barney, while Earnhardt and Petty are still running way up in the higher groove, a half to a full lane higher than Waltrip is at this end of the racetrack. They're still trying to overhaul Darrell Waltrip's Gatorade car. Here he comes out of turn number four. Not much change in the interval between first and second position on the top rookie driver here, Dale Earnhardt. What a performance this youngster has displayed here this afternoon. Richard Petty just tucks in the draft as they try to overhaul him down in turn one. It's not a very tight draft that he's working, Barty. Petty stays either higher or lower than Dale Earnhardt. He's not locked onto his bumper and just seems to be running where the car is most comfortable at this point in the race. Right now, Darrell Darrell Waltrip showing the way, and Jackie, they can't seem to gain any ground on him. It is it is unbelievable. Darrell Waltrip just laid back until the end. Dale Earnhardt steadfastly now in the second position. Running in third is Richard Petty, and he is glued to the rear deck lid of the rookie Earnhardt. Still two laps down in fourth spot is Cale Yarbrough. Fifth position belongs to Benny Parsons. He's two laps off the pace. Ricky Rudd is now your, in the sixth position in seventh spot is Terry Labonte. In 8th position is Al Holbert. In ninth spot is Jim Vandiver. In 10th position is Richard Childress. 11th spot to Ty Scott. In 12th position is the Martinsville, Virginia 
based Reed trailer sales entry for Buddy Arrington. In 13th position is Grant Adcox. In 14th is J.D. McDuffie. And Dick May runs in 15th spot. In terms of the underdog bonus of $3,500, the man that's leading that is Ricky Rudd in the Trucksmore Industries event. Jackie, I'm standing by with J.C. Elder. J.C., you said earlier that he was running too hard. What are your thoughts now? I don't know, Dan. Looks like Daryl must adjust his chassis. He's beat us a little bit now on the racetrack. Are you still running as good as you were, and yeah. he's just running faster? Yeah, we're running just as good as it was. He's running a little bit faster right now. Hey, that's J.C. Elder. He said he just didn't know how, about the speed that Dale Earnhardt is running now. He'd like to see him running a little bit faster. Well, Jake has to have mixed emotions, Ned, about how the youngsters run here this afternoon, but he has certainly impressed me, regardless of the communication between the crew chief and the driver. Earnhardt has done a heck of a job this afternoon. He's second on the field right now. Petty is third, and that interval looks like it may be lengthening Jackie Root just a little bit between first and second position. Well, Here's Petty is... making a bid for the number two spot. Richard Petty goes down low on Dale Earnhardt in turn number three. He takes the low side, stands on it, and he pulls away from Dale Earnhardt. But here comes Earnhardt, slingshotting off the fourth turn. They come to the line like a drag race. As they hit the stripe, it will be Earnhardt by half a car length as they head for one. Earnhardt by a full car length at the entrance of turn one. Petty comes back up at the high groove. Cale Yarborough trying to move past him, although Yarborough is two laps down. He's playing the spoiler role in this strong battle for second spot down the back chute. Down that back straightaway, Richard Petty is tucked in behind Dale Earnhardt. Petty made a move going into turn number three before. This time, Dale Earnhardt stays right with him as they both cut down, but Richard Petty jerks the car even further down on the track, but now is forced to float back up behind Dale Earnhardt. Jackie Arut, we've just been informed of the NASCAR observers out in the turns and also the NASCAR officials who are running the race from next door to us that they are reporting some smoke from under Waltrip's car in the corners. Let's check with Mike Joy on it in the south end of the speedway. Nothing apparent here, Barney. Waltrip will back off for the turn right in front of us and there's nothing apparent at this time. Might just be some tire smoke. Eli Gold, any sign of that up in turn four? Well, right now, as Darrell Waltrip comes motoring through us, all looks clear as far as our view is concerned. We are right now topside of the Waltrip car. Eagle whisking by, and there seems to be no smoke at all. Well, at the pace he's setting, it could well be tire smoke, the way he's attacking the turns here at Charlotte Motor Speedway. As he eases off into the number one corner, Richard Petty falls back again, and Earnhardt puts a lock on the second position by just about two car lengths in front of Mike Joy. There is still nothing showing from that Waltrip car, Barney, but the battle for second has heated up. Cale Yarborough has stayed right glued on the back bumper of Richard Petty. Petty goes for it in the back chute. Richard pulls off from behind Dale Earnhardt. He draws alongside. Now Richard Petty steps on it into turn number three. Goes low on the racetrack. Dale Earnhardt goes high. Cale Yarborough, there's the spoiler. It's going to be three wide. Now Yarborough bails out. It's going to be Petty and Earnhardt to the line. The windup and the pitch at the line for second position. Too close to call. They are still side by side as they go into one. They've run a full lap to a breast. Petty comes out of it just a bit. The car won't run on the bottom of turn number one. Out of two, Earnhardt leads Petty for the second spot by two. Market now down as three car lengths. Again, Richard Petty, this time showing a bit of an interval between himself and the second-place runner, Earnhardt. Richard Petty trying to close. They go to the outside of the DKO, Rich Automobile. Through turn number three, again, the middle groove is picked this time, and Earnhardt takes the second-place spot. In the meantime, the advantage for Darrell Waltrip continues to lengthen over Dale Earnhardt and Richard Petty. Four laps ago, it was two and four ten seconds. Now, at this time, as they came across the stripe, it was four and three ten seconds. 
field works out of turn number two. It is Daryl Waltrip midway down the back stretch with a sizable advantage over Dale Earnhardt and Richard Petty. Petty sneaks a peek to the inside once again for second. All right, Richard Petty one more time goes downstairs. He's had no problem going down low on Earnhardt here, but it's Earnhardt who comes back off the exit of turn four. They do exit the turn again, and here comes Earnhardt. He goes to the outside wall and seems to put the nose in front. Jackie, this could be a problem for both these cars because they're running door to door and Waltrip is getting further and further ahead. Now, if Earnhardt would back off a little bit or let Petty get in front, Richard may feel that his car drafts a little bit better than the Earnhardt machine there. Back to Mike Joy. Petty stays glued to the bottom of the racetrack. This time he comes off turn two, dead even with Dale Earnhardt, and Yarborough makes it three wide. Dale does make it three across as they go up the banking of number three. Yarborough backing off as Earnhardt goes high. Richard Petty goes low. Again this time it's the nose to nose as they come off the number four corner in a dead heat. Well, here come the fans to their feet again. Richard Petty, Dale Earnhardt, a rookie and one of the veterans, go at it at the Charlotte Motor Speedway in the World 600. That's for second position, and Waltrip continues to pull away. They're back to Mike Joy. They were just about three. Three wide going into turn one, and Yarbrough had to back out of the throttle. Petty is on the low side of the racetrack. Earnhardt up high near the wall. This time off turn two, Petty leads Earnhardt for second spot by a full car length. It's amazing as we're 367 laps in, the fans are still up and down their seats applauding the show we see right here. This time through turn number three, Richard Petty has a half car length of advantage over Dale Earnhardt. Kale Yarbrough making it a three-car trap. It'll be Petty leading him out of the fourth turn. And Eli, the fans might be up and down, but one lady is very calm here in the pit area, and that's Stevie Waltrip, the wife of Daryl. Stevie, you look very calm as you sit here and watch Daryl circle the track. I feel, uh, I don't feel calm at all. We've got about 32 more laps to go, and I know it's going to seem like an eternity. Tell the fans what you're doing here in the pit. Uh, I'm uh, recording lap speed and continuous time, um, what we do under a pit stop, who pits and when, and gas mileage. So she's got a pretty good job here, and she does it well. But Marty Hall, this jousting for second position has been very costly for both Petty and Earnhardt. Now the separation between Waltrip and your second and third is six seconds flat. He is indeed pulling away, Jackie Root, but anything could happen in Winston Cup racing as it usually does. We've seen from year to year on the circuit. Right now, 368 laps are complete of the 400 here this afternoon. The battle for the second spot. Walter continues to pad his lead up in three and four. Richard Petty has moved around. The rookie driver now, Earnhardt, and for the moment, Dale seems content to ride in the draft, and perhaps that's what Richard wanted. He felt like maybe that his car would be able to draft a little bit better than Earnhardt's machine. Cale Yarborough tucked his nose up there a moment ago and gave them both a scare. Now Earnhardt goes after Petty in one. Earnhardt will not stay single file to try to attack down Waltrip. Earnhardt's on the bottom this time with Petty up high near the wall. In turn two, it's Petty by half a car leg. Here goes Jarborough looking for the three wide run down the back stretch again. It is the role reversal this time with Dale Earnhardt on the inside. He tries to work his way by Richard Petty, puts himself a half car length to the advantage. It's going to be glued down low. Earnhardt flipping back up in front of Richard Petty, and Earnhardt appropriates the spot coming through four. Earnhardt not giving any ground to anyone, although it may be costing them some time on the leader. There's no doubt about that. Richard Petty takes the outside groove. Earnhardt down on the inside to Mike Joy. Petty stays high in turn number one. Earnhardt comes up in the high groove. Petty jumps right 
down to the bottom of the racetrack. A move by Petty we haven't seen this afternoon, and he gets the second spot. Richard Petty keeps motoring down the back chute as they work their way up to turn number three. Darrell, Dale Earnhardt comes right back and goes door handle to door handle. Earnhardt takes the high side. Petty go on the low side, and Earnhardt goes sky high. Richard Petty has the positioning off the number four corner. An unbelievable race in the World 600 here at Charlotte Motor Speedway as Richard Petty and Dale Earnhardt hammer and tongue at each other back in turn number one. Petty just determined to get up into that number two spot and try to gain some distance on leader Darrell Waltrip. Waltrip shoots down the backstretch. He has almost a full straightaway over the second place car, Richard Petty. Earnhardt is third. In fourth position is Cale Yarborough. He is two laps down and fifth is Benny Parsons, also two laps off the pace. Leader is in four. Waltrip works our way by. Again, no smoke showing from that 88 automobile. Your second and third place runners come out single file. Richard Petty, then Earnhardt, and Dale Yarborough. 27 laps remaining in the World 600 this afternoon. And Mike Joy, it looks like Darrell Waltrip is home free if nothing happens. He is with all the racing going on behind him, Barney. There's no way those two cars can catch him if they continue to run side by side. But, fellas, don't forget last Sunday when K.O. Yarborough looked the same way. A half a lap to go, sitting there riding and then 10 laps to go that caution came out and the picture changed completely it did that ned up at dover delaware last weekend and we were speculating up there that kale jarborough was home free if everything would kind of stick together the situation changed with just eight miles to go here comes waltrip heading back into turn number one as he continues to pull away from richard petty and dale earnhardt and now petty has about a four car length advantage over the third place machine and he's lengthened it to six and six tenths seconds that's the lead that daryl waltrip enjoys as he goes midway down the backstretch it's certainly not going to be conservative the way you talk about Dale Earnhardt's driving through turns three and four the last few times around. He's again been bobbing each way, trying to shoot and slingshot to the high side of Richard Petty. Now as they work their way through the turns again, they take the middle groove, and this time Earnhardt goes the conservative way, tucked in behind Richard. Here comes Petty. He'll be pulling up on the bumper of Buddy Arrington's car out of Martinsville, Virginia. Earnhardt two car lengths back. Ned Jarrett. Your impressions of Earnhardt this afternoon. He's made some good moves, but he may also have the lack of experience might have hurt him a little bit also. Well, certainly he's driven a fantastic race, uh, Barney, and really it's hard to drive 400 laps, 600 miles on a track of this sort and and not get out of kilter a little bit somewhere along the way. He's made some very good moves here this afternoon, and he's run the wheels off of that car, so to speak. But uh, with that chassis change that Waltrip made, it seems like it's really working for him. But Earnhardt has done a fantastic job, and considering the fact that he is a rookie on this circuit, well, you got to hand it to him. He's one of the real comers. And Barney, let's not forget the fact that 300 miles was already beneath the belt of Darrell Waltrip before he even took the command to fire engines on the Gatorade Chevrolet. So when it comes to a yeoman's effort in the World 600 weekend, it has to go to Darrell Waltrip thus far. He's got close to 900 miles of competition beneath his belt. Well, I think he talked to Ned this morning on pit road at best. I remember just before we started the race this afternoon and our broadcast came on the air and Ned, he said he was a little bit tired, but he would get pumped up as the race progressed. Yes, he did. In fact, he said he was a little bit sore, Barney. They use a lot of muscles in driving a, a race car for any distance, and particularly 300 miles and then 600 miles. We got that battle back for second in turn one. It is Dale Earnhardt underneath Richard Petty at turn one. Earnhardt makes it stick on the bottom of the racetrack. Petty, though, in the high groove can get a better jump off the turn, but they are dead even. Coming out of turn two, whistling down the back stretch side by side. Those cars rolling as one as they work it down the back, shooting up to turn number three. It's Earnhardt on the inside. He goes to the low side, sticking low there. Richard Petty to the 
high side. Now Petty watching as Earnhardt floats back up into the middle groove, and Petty maintains his third place position. Here they come to the line. Earnhardt takes over the number two spot. Petty back to third, and Cale Yarbrough has a bird's eye view of all of it. He tried to ride the draft around to get underneath Richard Petty. They're back in one. Out of the trial, Petty looked to the inside. He's back way up in the high groove. Will he slam down under Earnhardt again? He's trying it out of turn number two. He pulls up to the rear bumper and rear quarter panel now of Earnhardt's car. Richard Petty trying to get that spot back on the inside. He's drawn half a car lane back. Now he's dead even. Richard has the inside groove and goes down low. Earnhardt has liked that move to slingshot off the fourth turn. Here they come off the exit and that's indeed what Earnhardt's going to try and do. But this contest for second position is very costly as both drivers would like to take an assault on your lead, Darrell Waltrip, as they continue to run side by side. Waltrip has lengthened his advantage to seven and one-tenth seconds. Down the back chute, the leader, Waltrip, going up into the number three corner. He continues to pad his lead here this afternoon. 378 laps are in the book right now as we're getting 22 laps to go. Waltrip out of turn number four moves around Ty Scott's automobile. Second place car, it's Earnhardt right now. Petty is third. Fourth is Cale Yarborough. Fifth is Benny Parsons. Field comes to the stripe once again. This is the battle for second spot. It is just inches apart as they go into turn one. Earnhardt is in second. Petty is in third. Fourth spot to Yarbrough. Fifth spot to Parsons. Again, Petty looked to the inside coming out of the trioval, then swung way up high. The first time he made that move on Earnhardt, he surprised him, but the last time Earnhardt was ready, and Petty was unable to get underneath and take the position down the back stretch. Richard Petty this time trying to creep up again, but thinks better now as Dale Earnhardt dives down low through turn number three. Kale Yarbrough slipping back up behind Richard Petty, and it's going to be single file. I say that, and here it goes double file. Off the turn comes Petty. Richard Petty. Dead heat at the start-finish line for that number two spot as he and Earnhardt race as hard as I've ever seen anybody drive here at the track to Mike Joy. They are still dead even between turns one and two. Petty on the bottom of the racetrack, Earnhardt up high. They come out of turn two. They have not changed. It's as if they're welded together door-to-door. Indeed, as Richard Petty holds the office on the inside, Richard has made the move here, and he's going to dive down low again. But Dale Earnhardt, who works well in the higher groove, stays right with him. They go side-by-side, Earnhardt to the high side. He'll try the slingshot and he'll pull it again. Darrell Waltrip is in the lead, but nobody's looking at Waltrip right now. They're looking at Richard Petty and Dale Earnhardt. The rookie and the veteran hammer at each other for that number two spot like it's the last lap. And Mike Joy, as they come back to you, if it comes down to a shootout on that final lap between these two for that second position, who do you think will get it? If Petty can get up high enough between one and two, Barney, and slingshot underneath Dale on the second turn, it's all going to come down to turn three and four. What about it, Eli Gold? Well, I've got to say, Dale Earnhardt has worked well on the high side. He's liked that position. He likes the slingshot off the number four corner, and it's been reasonably successful for him this afternoon. Petty leads him by one car length. Waltrip is in front. Petty is second. Earnhardt is third. Well, Earnhardt has just moved into that second spot. Richard Petty goes right back after him out of that fourth position. Hardest racing we've seen in a long time between two drivers. Here they come to the line, and it would be a photo finish if this were the final lap for that second spot, and they're still door-to-door back in one. Lapping by the Dick Bay car, Earnhardt folds the box around Dick Bay. Petty has to back out of the throttle and run third. They come out of turn two, single file. Dale Earnhardt, one car length ahead of Petty's STP Chevrolet for second spot. Richard Petty, though, closing the gap. He tries to look to the inside. He'll wait one more time as they go up into the turn. Dale Earnhardt takes the car down low. Cale Yarbrough closing tightly on Richard Petty. It's going to be Earnhardt leading the way off the turn. Richard Petty running third. 
387 laps are in the record book for the World 600 at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Richard Petty, Dale Earnhardt have the crowd on their feet lap after lap, and they've changed that second position, Mike Joy, about, well, almost every time around. And this must be frustrating, Barney. If those two drivers could link up in a draft, they'd stand a much better chance of catching Darrell Waltrip. But Petty right now is running third, one car link back of Earnhardt. In the meantime, Darrell Waltrip has already gathered in the lap leader, the Napa Charger Awards, to the tune of $5,000. He has 8.5 second separation between himself and the Osterlin crew in the Sears Craftsman pit crew contest after 10 stops. He leads that. So Buddy Parrott and the crew have done their homework on pit road as well, and they lead this World 600. 388 laps being posted here at Charlotte Motor Speedway. That means there are 12 laps remaining in the World 600 at Charlotte with over 130,000 race fans. Bruton Smith, the president of the track, announced this afternoon in pre-race activity it was the largest crowd in the history of the Speedway, and if the figures are correct, it would be the largest crowd for a sporting event in, the, in North Carolina. Here comes the battle for the second spot, and that's what everyone is watching with Waltrip out front and back still charging in for that number two spot. Richard Petty took a peek there. No place to go as they work back to Mike Joy. Dale Earnhardt, though, Barney, has shown that he can race with anybody this afternoon, and his line through turn one and two has not changed, I would say, a foot either way in the last 200 laps. Petty trails him by a car length off the second turn. As Richard Petty works it down the back stretch now, he and Dale Earnhardt again have been flip-flopping in turns number three and four. Either time it's high or low. They show no preference except Earnhardt who likes to slingshot off the high groove. This time they make the middle cut right through the turn. Richard Petty angling inside, cutting through with Cale Yarborough right on his tail. As they come across the line, ten laps to go. Darrell Waltrip is the leader with ten laps remaining in the World 600 here this afternoon. 390 laps are on the board. Still in second spot is Earnhardt. Third is Richard Petty. He's a half a car length back. Those three are in the lead lap. In fourth position it's Cale Yarborough, two laps off the pace. Fifth is Benny Parsons. He is also two laps down. Running in the sixth position would be the Ricky Rudd automobile. Terry Labonte would be seventh. Eighth, Al Holbert. Ninth to Lenny Pond. Richard Childress in tenth. Ty Scott in eleventh. Twelfth to Grant Adcox. Thirteenth to Buddy Arrington. Fourteenth to J.D. McDuffie. Running fifteenth would be Dick May. In sixteenth position, although he's gone out of the race, is Jim Vandiver. In seventeenth is Tommy Gale. He is also retired from the event, so they look to move up would be Cecil Gordon in eighteenth position, D.K. Ulrich in nineteenth position, Blackie Rangren in twentieth, twenty-first to Frank Warren, and Bobby Allison with a new engine is running 22nd. Here's go Richard Petty. He's trying to make the second place charge into turn number three. Petty going down low. Dale Earnhardt has the rear end kick out just a bit. And Richard Petty has the spot coming through. And this time we see Dale Earnhardt unable to slingshot off that number four turn. Possibly Richard Petty just checking things out for the last lap. Well, Mike Joy, you predicted that Richard Petty could make his move coming into three and four, get underneath him, and possibly sew up that second position if they continue to run this way. He just did it coming out of that corner. And that be a test of the last lap, as Eli Gold pointed out. Down here in one and two, all you can do, Barney, is set up for the long run down the backstretch. That's where the position will be decided on the last lap, Eli, three and four. They're heading back to you, Eli Gold, and that looks like where both of them are awfully strong. Indeed, Dale Earnhardt right now is going to try and look around. He bounces around, but tucks right back in behind Richard Petty. So Earnhardt does not try and make a move that time. Six laps to go. Nine miles remain in the World 600. And the separation between Daryl Waltrip, Richard Petty, and Dale Earnhardt between first and second is eight seconds flat. So Waltrip with an eight-second advantage right now as we get down to the concluding laps. 
of the World 600. Here he is. The car sticks right on the bottom of the racetrack up in front of Eli Gold. Indeed, Darrell Waltrip running so well all afternoon. The groove moving just a slight bit up. The battle for second place reheating. There goes Dale Earnhardt. He takes the low side. Richard Petty now testing the high groove. And they're going to go drag racing back to the line. Earnhardt. Squeeze Petty a little bit up in turn number four. Got into the number two spot, but Petty will not give it up. The race of the day for second spot here down at turn number one. Petty way high, riding right up almost against the retaining wall. Goes around Earnhardt on the high side to take back the second spot by three car lengths out of turn two. And indeed, Richard Petty showing more difference right now between himself and Earnhardt than we've seen in a long time. Into turn number three, Richard Petty diving that automobile nicely down low. And both he and Dale Earnhardt hold it downstairs. Off the turn, it's going to be Petty with a half car lane advantage. Five laps remaining in the World 600 here at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Waltrip is your leader. Petty right now is second. Earnhardt is third. Those three cars in the lead lap. They're back to Mike Joy. Although two laps down, Cale Yarbrough has caught up to Petty and Earnhardt, as has Benny Parsons. Those four cars are in a tight draft as Petty leads Earnhardt by still three car lengths. And that battle for second, the difference between second and third in the World 600 first is a base $7,500, so that'll be a costly last lap maneuver. Earnhardt trying the high side after taking the low groove through the first part of turn three. He flips up to the top side, but sees that that doesn't work as Richard Petty still leads him to the line. Four laps to go for the field here at Charlotte Motor Speedway in another situation developing back for fourth position right now between Cale Yarborough and Benny Parsons. They are in the same lap, and that's a battle for position. Field works the fourth corner. Here comes the leader across the stripe with three laps to go for Darrell Waltrip as he shoots down into the number one corner, but here's what everybody is watching. Richard Petty, Dale Earnhardt. Then a battle for fourth spot could be shaping up between Cale Yarborough and Benny Parsons. They're back in one. And that fourth place battle could well get in the way of the slug out for second here as we come down to the last laps. Out of turn two, they're working race traffic with Richard Petty leading Dale Earnhardt, Cale Yarbrough, and Benny Parsons in that order. You've got to feel like you're sitting in a laboratory because each time through it's an experiment. Your time, Richard Petty in that battle for second and third with Earnhardt takes the identical groove, splitting things down the middle. Cale Yarbrough and Benny Parsons tucked in as well, so no variation. Lap traffic ahead of Richard Petty as he swings out around J.D. McDuffie will be running up on Al Holbert as they work turn one. Here goes Earnhardt down to the inside. He fakes a move inside the moves back up. Barney, I've run out of cliches except to say that Winston Cup racing is the most exciting sport anywhere and they're proving that right now as Petty and Earnhardt battle out of turn two. They're still single file. They may stay that way to the last lap. Indeed, nobody making a charge right here. I think everybody's done all the work they want to do. They're going to wait for that last lap and let all the cards sit on the table. Here comes Waltrip to the stripe and it will be White flag for Darrell Waltrip and the Gatorade Chevrolet as he swings across the line. Here comes Richard Petty and Earnhardt. Let's go to Mike Joy. Waltrip swings out of turn one and nobody is watching. Eyes glued on Richard Petty and Dale Earnhardt. Petty is very high in turn number one this last time around. Earnhardt sneaks a peek down low. Petty comes down to cover the spot. They open up a margin on Yarborough and Parsons. They are nose to tail halfway down the backstretch for second spot. The battle now. Second place as Earnhardt goes to the inside of Richard Petty. Earnhardt goes down underneath. He's got second place, but let's not count out Richard Petty. He goes underneath Dale Earnhardt and reappropriates second spot. Checkered flag for Darrell Waltrip, but here comes the battle for second. Petty gets it coming out of the fourth corner, and he will finish in the number two position. Earnhardt will run third. Cale will run fourth, and Benny Parsons will finish fifth. What a world 600 here at Charlotte Motor Speedway. At the Charlotte Motor Speedway, the world 600 is history. 
And right now, Waltrip has just pulled his car into victory lane, and let's go down to Ned Jarrett. And Barney Darrell Waltrip has yet to, to attempt to crawl out of the car. I think he wants to get himself pretty. He's been brushing his hair, and he's been uh, washing his face, and uh, more than that, resting. What is he doing in there, Buddy Parrott? Well, like you said, he's trying to pretty himself up, you know. Uh... Well, he wants to look good for the uh, the cameras. Yeah, the TV people here and all these movie stars and everything out here. And, of course, you look pretty when you came in Victor Lane with that big smile on your face. Well, I'm going to tell you what. I, I just I can't believe it. You know, to win back-to-back World 600s, I just, I just don't know how what else we can do. Well, back-to-back days. You captured yeah, that race true. here yesterday. That's true. You know, we just had a great weekend. Uh, we didn't sit on the pole, but uh, we got it. got the rest of the stuff. You know. But it, you made a chassis adjustment late in the race. It looked like it really worked for you. Well, it really did. You know, we, we start out running scuffed tires, and uh, then we put on some new tires, and they seemed to work a little better. But the t- car was real tight, and uh, so we took some wedge out, and it really turned out great. Well, they brought Wanda here this time, as we reported earlier today. Wanda didn't really work that well for him here last year for the running of the 1978 World 600. It uh, crashed on the backstretch in a practice run. They had to go back and get Bertha, and it did work very well for him here. We're going to get to Darrell Waltrip in just a moment. He has gotten out of the car finally, and we'll be getting to him in just one minute, Barney. Okay, the crowd continues to gather around Victory Lane as thousands of race fans are making their way over to get a glimpse of Darrell Waltrip and the Gatorade Chevrolet. Very shortly, Jackie Root will be on the air with the Simonized Racing Scoreboard to give you racing results, not only the complete finish here in the World 600 this afternoon, but how they finished at Indy and other events around the world. Barney, we're just about to move into uh, Darrell now as he finishes up a, a TV interview here. We'll say hello to Stevie. We talked to her a little bit out there in the pit. She looks so calm. You even look more nervous now, Stevie, than you did out there on pit road. I just kind of let loose after the race. <laughs> well, she has that big smile on her face. Darrell Waltrip, congratulations on a real hard super run here this afternoon. Well, Ned, Gee whiz, two days in a row. I said they ought to change the name of the thing to the, I think we went off. No, you keep talking. We're on. Sorry about that. I think you ought to change the name of it to the World 900 for me, uh, 300 miles yesterday and 600 miles a day. But two beautifully prepared automobiles, run well, handled well. My hat's off to the entire Gatorade team. Uh, they just did a tremendous job, and I'm just glad that uh, we could end up here both days. Darrell, you said before the start of the race that you were a little bit sore from yesterday and a little bit tired. Well, I'm a whole lot sore and a whole lot tired now, believe me. But uh, but you're also a whole lot richer. Well, and I feel a whole lot better now that it's all over. You know, when you got a job to do like we had the two days here, uh, it makes you a little have a few anxieties, but after it's all over and we've won everything, I'll never forget this day as long as I live. Darrell, that was a tough race in 1978 with about five or six of you battling down to the wire. Was this one as tough or tougher? Well, it was tougher for me, Ned, because uh, I tell you, it's harder to run by yourself than it is to run with somebody. I just absolutely can't believe how long those last 40 laps lasted. It seemed like an eternity. I was counting every one of them. I was praying for no caution flags. I asked the good Lord, I said, Lord, let me win a routine race one time. (laughs) Darrell, we know that Richard Petty, he's been capable for many, many years, turned in some fantastic performances. You expected it from him, but how about that rookie Dale Earnhardt? Well, he run a heck of a race, and, uh, you know, he's a tremendous driver. He's got a great future ahead of him, and looks like when uh, everybody else is kind of gone and laying by the wayside, that's who I'm going to have to fight with. Well, that indicates that Darrell Waltrip will be around here for a long time to come. 
Waltrip's winning speed was 136.674 miles per hour, but as Waltrip coasted across the line with his hand extended out the left side window, all eyes were focused on turn number four, where the action was hot and heavy for the second position. Richard Petty sneaked by Dale Earnhardt, the rookie, to take over second. Third went to Earnhardt, Cale Yarbrough, two laps off the pace, came home in fourth. Fifth to Benny Parsons, Ricky Rudd finished in sixth. Seventh spot went to Terry Labonte, while going in eighth was Al Holbert. Ninth finisher was Lenny Pond. Tenth position went to Richard Childress. Grant Adcox finished in 11th spot. Buddy Arrington finished 12th. Thirteenth to J.D. McDuffie. Ty Scott finished 14th. Fifteenth to Dick May. Cecil Gordon finished 16th. Seventeenth to D.K. Ulrich. Eighteenth went to Blackie Wangren of Minnesota. Jim Vandiver came home 19th. Twentieth to Frank Warren. Tommy Gale finishes 21st. Twenty-second to Bobby Allison. Harry Gant of Taylorsville, North Carolina comes home 23rd. Twenty-fourth to Bruce Hill. Neil Bonnet finishes 25th. Twenty-sixth to Dave Marcus. Joe Miller comes home 27th, 28th to Bill Dennis. Glenn Jarrett came home 29th. 30th position goes to Cuckoo Marlin. Skip Manning is in 31st, 32nd to James Hilton. Connie Saylor finishes 33rd, 34th to Travis Tiller. Buddy Baker going out early finishes a meager 35th, 36th to Donnie Allison. Bill Elliott finishes 37th, 38th goes to Dick Brooks, and 39th goes to Chuck Baum. This is Barney Hall, Jackie Root, Mike Joy, Eli Gold, and Ned Jarrett saying so long from Charlotte Motor Speedway. Motor Racing Network Classics is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network.